Hutton Orbital Radio apologises for the change of presenters tonight. The usual radio crew have been gagged and sellotaped to the ceiling of the pop-up studio on the naughty step in LHS 340 for behaviour unbecoming a trucker. Flossie's in charge tonight and she's not sorry. She's not sorry at all. Our mics are live. Good evening everyone and welcome to the Naughty Step. The rest of the team have been very naughty and I've decided that I'm in charge this week. Joining me in the studio, I've got a new presenter, Commander Amelia. We're going to be showing them how it should be done properly. Good evening Amelia. Good evening Flossie, it's great to be here. I brought a spare roll of duct tape just in case they misbehave and I can see you've got a heavy pan to hand just in case of emergency. And we're having none of that innuendo tonight either. No Rudolf hookers, no dick chafing, and a total ban on Harry, Harry Balzacs. And those snuckers are right out. Um, I allowed to talk. Only if you're good, and that goes for you too, too. Yes, ma'am. Best behaviour, ma'am. Hang on a minute. I've got to talk about the thing, you know. The thing. How am I supposed to say the thing without getting panned over the head? I'm sure you'll manage. Right, Mr Ventura, your bong, please. How are you allowed to talk about bongs when I can't talk about the thing? Do you do you want me to sort this one? Go ahead. New creature risk for Galaxy as Dash's dastardly Don does a Dr Moreau. Drag, drag, slagged as gank tanks shoot blanks. Thargs double dealing dealt a devastating downgrade. Sneak Peter to leak causes mighty reek. Cargo loading on go slow after dockers no show. Emissions boost as laser surgery chops bigger chunks. Latest 50-60 attempt to break the team again with long lists of places that are totally fu- um, in trouble. Who wrote that? You're in big trouble. That man there. Yes, he's telling us what not to do. Norma? Oh! Oh! Oh, sorry. Flossie. She's using her initiative. The Pilots' Federation, fresh from announcing their latest raft of interface updates, new shipboard systems and pilot proving grounds, have announced the creation of a new permit-locked system, known to be the new hideout of the dastardly Don Antonacci of Wolf 359. Or at least it was until we stole it off him for being a salty Camorra boss. The new system, 
currently undiscovered in the galaxy and rumoured to also be the location of Raxler, is said to contain three named worlds, Jurassic, Zoo and Costa. The first planet, the site of all his genetic experimentation, is said to house fearsome creatures from Earth's past, characterised by big, sharp, pointy teeth, or long necks, or armoured bodies, and of course flatulence that keeps the planet's atmosphere in a permanent state of tropical temperature. The second is his personal petting zoo, complete with fauna and flora from the 20th century Earth, we won't mention the 21st century as most of it died eating discarded fast food straws and the remainder was hunted to extinction by trophy hunters. Except the squirrels as there were rumours that they were the driving force behind World War III. The final planet is his own personal fairground complete with plastic pirates dodgily coloured... Color <clears throat> I've tripped myself up there. Plastic pirates, dodgily coloured shakes, and an android population programmed to walk around and around and around and actually enjoy queuing up, ready to be made to vomit. His idea of paradise. There are concerns that his chosen shipping firm, the Barnard Stout Dockers, might be the source of some significant troubles as due to a combination of poor record keeping and delivery skills that would make even Amazon parcel delivery staff blush, it's very likely indeed that the odd misdelivered parcel might happen. Of course, the label through the Don's door will always say handed to householder, even if they just lobbed it over the fence. The concerns surround whether the drama llamas of Planet Zoo are in danger from marauding tyrannosaurs, the rhinos discovering that they are less horny than the creature put in the pen with them by a count of two, and whether Chief Beef is next in line for a mighty mauling, and of course, whether the dude who walks around in the dinosaur costume is due for an unplanned forced fornication by a passing brontosaur. For the time being, David Brubin of the Barnard Star Dockers is confident that the parcels will be on time, nothing will be signed for by a neighbour, and besides, the parcels will be in the right system, and you can always just knock on next door and ask for your Velociraptor back. As the Australian Hops team would say, Strathium Armus, mate, it's a good thing the system permit's locked, or the galaxy would be overrun by creatures that want to kill you. To be fair, that's a bit like Oz. With their latest shipboard updates, the Pilots' Federation licensed a new and quite deadly weapon on the galaxy. The engineer-upgraded special-effect Frag Dragonbrag belt-fed munition rack. This upgraded weaponry has, or had, but and more on that later, the effect of de-seeding and thoroughly coring your thrusters, pipping your pips at the post and having fewer boosts than the local top shop half an hour after the end of school. Yes. The Salty Pirates of the Galaxy were on the verge of being renamed Anchor Ganker Oi, now watch it! I was, I was going to say Anchor Ganker Kankers. No, you weren't. You said it were. I heard you. Ow! Sorry. Anyway, after the weapon was banned across the galaxy as a bit of a drag for truckers everywhere wanting to boost their way out of trouble on the double and wake away from harm's way, Pirates have been as salty as the anchovies on Brett Riverboat's pizzas as their latest Yankum and Gankum tactic was stopped dead in its tracks, unlike their prey. More about weapons coming up. Scientists and boffins working for Dr. Arcanon of Canon Interstellar 
have been working hard at trying to save the galaxy from Fargoids. In an operation parallel to those of both Aegis and Ramta, they've discovered a sin signal hidden in short-range communications that uses nearby ships as multipliers, magnifying their message many-fold, and at a resonant witch space and frameshift frequency that caused wings to experience ever more deadly damage. Without needing to see ships in dry dock, the Doctor has been able to propagate his updated software to all ships in the galaxy, rendering Tharg's secret signal weapon no more dangerous than a bedtime story on CBBS. This, unfortunately, as with many choices by Canon, has had the unintentional side effect of actually multiplying the damage on Scarab planetary vehicles, causing wings of them to have armor more akin to soggy toilet paper than the rock-proof, shock-proof, and most importantly, geyser-proof alloy normally fitted. Surface pilots are strongly recommended to do it at their own, and definitely not with other people, for fear of spreading this SRV STD or Scarab Transmitted Destruction any further. There was a major emergency declared last weekend after reports of a leak, the size of which could have overwhelming consequences on the galaxy. Yes, with the first Friday of the month fast approaching and with it the hook and mug meat, the pipework connecting Cubicle 3 to the emergency mega flush, please don't activate this ever if you're seated on the pan. Simus did once, and he's never quite been the right way since. Has broken. The resulting effluent wash and dangerous emissions have threatened to overwhelm the man with the mop, and has caused the stink, the likes of which hasn't been seen since the Galnet forums heard about the weapons mentioned earlier. It didn't help that Wilma Pythonfit, fresh from ECM on Sol, left the door open, and the leak escaped into the station interior. We're glad to confirm that after the application of the emergency Mop and Bucket Man Mop, the Bucket Kit, and rather a lot of kitchen towel, plus a number of large fire hoses and a sucky thing, the situation is returning to normal, with pine-fresh dangly things being stolen from passing ships to mask the nose-hair curling and possibly mods-causing fumes. For the time being, pilots arriving at Hutton are to avoid unlike a certain reporter from PC Gamer magazine, causing a stink at Hutton, and instead use their shipboard systems before docking, as we wouldn't want it to become a dingy backwater full of, well, dingy backwater. And here you were, thought it would be talking about an entirely different kind of leak. But Flossie wouldn't let us. You're right, I wouldn't. Now get back to scrubbing. I want to be able to eat my dinner off that pan when you're done. It's not a good week for Bernard Star Dockers. The Pilots' Federation upgrade contained a sneaky little bit of code to help them in their loading, unloading, and loading again of cargo at their favourite station in Hutton Space. Unbeknownst to them, they uploaded it to the Galactic Server Room instead of Bruben's laptop, and ships throughout the galaxy have been reporting a rash of SRI. No, not Star Citizen. The kind you get when vigorously doing the same motion over and over again with your hand. Um, yes, even their code has mods. The commodity market, despite the upgrades that tell you the grass is greener somewhere, in fact, everywhere else in the vicinity, has had a one-button glitch that leaves the pilots loading their ship by tapping the Just One More Please icon in fast succession. A bit like an ECM gamer at the retro console. The resultant machine gun stacatio 
very similar to pilot smashing F5 until the patch notes appear, doesn't appear to have bothered Sidewinder pilots much. But for owners of cutters, and of course our favourite, the Lacon Space Cow Type 9, the hammering away has caused cramped strain and overly sized arm muscles to develop in the most unsightly fashion. Though not all uncommon in supporters of Ailing Deval. The good news is that the software glitch is likely to be patched away in the next week and pilots can once again take on a full load at will. With engineering at a premium and premium materials for engineering rarer than cells of ECM systems for ships, pilots have for months been raging at the inability of pirates and dastardly do-wrongs to do right and shoot ships properly. Yes, the destructive power of their fully operational space stations Okay, their ships, but that sounded much more impressive, has been such that the little bits left over when blowing up something have not been fit to pick and fit to ships. Yes, the absence of high-grade signal sources, the kinds of locations where you can scoop the bits and bobs that turn your bucket of bolts into a long-range, death-dealing, star-scooping thrust machine, has caused happiness only in the bank balances of the material traders of the galaxy. With the drag frag nerf, the double-dealing ship-peeling Thargoid damage reduction also... <clears throat> I'm going to start that sentence again. With the drag frag nerf, the double-dealing ship-peeling Thargoid damage reduction also comes some precision engineering to turrets, gimbals and stabilizers on ship weaponry. Or at least it does on everyone else's ships, meaning the stuff they smash is left in slightly more usable bits. Yes, the high-grade signal source is back. Limpets throughout the galaxy gave a collective cheer as, instead of sitting bored in their racks, they can get out there and do their thing, collecting military supercapacitors, improvised components and proto-heat radiators with wild abandon, shortly before, of course, being abandoned. Such is the lot in life of a limpet. Trackers, Aces5060 reporting in once more with the latest intel from Canon Research on the Thargoids. It's been a good week for humanity, Trackers, with the recent news that the Thargoids took a one-week holiday and gave the bubble a chance to catch its breath. Yay! Furthermore, the return of many Trackers from their gathering on Earth has the Thargoids concerned that their holiday was ill-advised and has given humanity a chance to fight back, yay us! As a result, the Thargoids are maintaining their many incursions, which means that thankfully none of you have to listen to a long list again, and I don't have to say it. While on Earth, some truckers, led by one Dead Meat GF, managed to steal a Sidewinder in the hopes of setting a new record for the most number of people in a Sidewinder to fly to Hutton Orbital on a single tank of fuel. In true trucker fashion, Dead Meat GF and company managed to upset Federation security forces, which resulted in a rather short-lived flight followed by a pursuit on foot by the authorities. <laughs> this led to our wanted truckers accidentally breaking into Aegis headquarters in an attempt to lose their pursuers. However, a run-in with Aegis security led to our fellow truckers locking themselves in a server room. 
in a moment of frustration while trying to figure out their next move, one of the truckers kicked one of the servers, bringing back online the Eagle Eye Network. Wasn't that lucky? As a result, Boffins at Cannon were able to determine that this week's targets are HIP16348, Machitakatakawa, Eskeet, HIP18187, BD plus four one one eight six five and you singer who would have thought that dead meat gf and company would save millions of lives by accident and with that truckers humanity needs your help to keep up the fight against the bugs keep an eye out for hoarders from hacks command to engage the enemy and good luck out there for the bug As both of you who were listening last week will know, the news was very exciting. And with that excitement, we have the inevitable expansion. (coughs) Although we're not expanding in George's pants, the sensation is much the same, and the target is still to insert ourselves into Hag Hole. (coughs) After what what season age of gently stroking, Carefully tweaking and vigorously manipulating, this elderly faction is finally ready to burst forth and unleash Elvin's greatness over a new system. Lou, stop it. What? The innuendo. I'm just recapping last week's news. Anyway, the main focus of our attention, Leuton 151-141, is still far too engorged so we need to stop fooling around with it till nature takes its course and it shrivels of its own accord. Lou, if you don't stop right now, I'm taking the collar off the Mormon box spaniel. Uh, the... Uh, ah, Alvin's record collection, um, for those a little hard of thinking, the two LPs, need to drop, and so does Trepin. The only system with the faction vaguely close to us is Epsilon Indy, but with influence there as likely to move as a... Careful! Uh, ooh! A sidewind in a T9 mass lock. It's no cause for alarm. We have wars in Avic and Hill Passy, but as we don't care about them or want to be there, please don't be tempted to go and fight for Alvin there. If you need some pew-pew, then there are pirates to fend off in Van Marn and Star, and Thargoids to push back from our borders. As always, there's basically nothing going on in Colonia. Just potter around making money or exploring and keep boosting tier until something happens. Now, over to my wonderful, although rather scarier than usual, Norma. Sorry, sorry boss, I mean Flossie. Never let it be said that I've not got any initiative. Except this week, of course, when as well as having no community goals, we've not been allowed to find anything out about the Interstellar Initiative. So, this week's Totally Trucker Goals. The Hutton Truckers Cooperative have requested new trophies for the cabinet at the Orbital. To achieve this, Alvin is calling for combat bonds, bounties and Thargoid scalps to be delivered to any station you feel like, but Hutton ones might be nice. 
do this to begin a while back, but as there are only 16s left before they announce the winners, and we've not yet reached the top tier, there's still plenty of time. In the parallel initiative, Team Hotbox commanders are requested to hone their fighting skills by participating in CQC tournaments and one versus one engagements. Rewards for your efforts will include a nice trophy for your dashboard to sit alongside the bobble noggin Braben Dubery that you've got there already, and of course you're allowed to keep whatever cash you make in the process. The initiative will end on the 1st of May and definitely won't be finishing early as it does. It means someone else might pinch the trophy and we can't be having that. And that's it from me this week. I think that went rather well. How are the boys doing there? Well, apart from a few bruises from that pan, they're behaving, and there's going to be no more naughtiness. Pity. I was just getting my forehand swing perfected. You could always try a warning shot. Good thinking. (laughs) Whilst Flossie beats them into shape, it's my turn to let you know about this week's guessing game, especially for Commander Litherbreaker, as he was nice enough to make a batch of those hip flasks. Our first tune tonight was written and performed by one of our very own community. It's called Will You Come Unto the Void by Vex Matraxis. Hutton Orbital News. Fashionably late and unforgettably smelly. Wow! And the flossy, 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 flossy. Yes? Am I allowed to talk now? Oh, go on then. Do I have to be good? Yes, you do have to be good. Are you still holding that pan? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, yes, right. <clears throat> I'm going to do my best to be good. Right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's it, Flossie's giving me permission to take over from her, and uh, welcome to Hutton Orbital Live from Studio 5.5 over at LHS 340, which, of course, as everybody knows, is the naughty step. Uh, we're here because we were all naughty last week, and, and Flossie's cross with us. Well, not really, but maybe slightly. Oh, excuse me. Anyway, welcoming everybody to the studio. It was an epic set of news there. We have a bunch of commanders and a a stunt commander and an extra commander and all sorts joining us in the studio. So I'm going to go down the list and say hi and introduce you to everybody. First of all, we have our special guest, um, Commander Amelia. Good evening, Commander. Hello there. Now, we, we had a message from you a couple of weeks, but no, it was a couple of months back saying, I really want to have a go on the show. And then we neglected you terribly. That's okay. I'm a very patient person. But yeah, we, we, we had an event to run and stuff to do and things to do. But finally, we've got you on the show. So thank you for coming to join us. Absolutely. My pleasure. And I mean, are you a Hutton trucker or are you just a listener? Uh, I am a Hutton trucker uh, and I'm an avid listener. Fantastic. And so what's your thing out there in the galaxy? What What's your, you know, I, I mean, do you do trucking? Do you do Thargoid combat? What What's your thing? Uh, rocks, big floaty rocks. The, the the kind that glow and drop void opals. That's the kind. And uh, what in the bubble near Hutton Space, you know that kind of thing. Oh no, no, out in deep space. I'm usually about three thousand to five thousand light years uh, outside the bubble. And you what? Just just pop back quickly to flog them, and then pop back out again. 
Well, see, no one's out there. You don't get bothered. You can just switch on the radio, sit back, relax, and just scan for those rich resources. So, I mean, you, you're not going for sort of, you know, 200 tons in 20 minutes and, you know, one hour and then, then pop back and flog them. You, you're just casually finding the best void opals. Well, no, I'm trying to fill a, a well, it depends on what shape I'm in, but usually it's 500 to 800 tons of void opals. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So yes, yeah, so rock rock crunching and rock munching is is your thing. I mean, is this always been? I mean, we you know, void opals are a recent thing, but previous to that, were you hunting what the gold and the the, the valuables are the three P's, isn't it? That used to be the yeah, the what, painite, what the uh, platinum, and palladium. I think so. So you were hunting those before, but now you're hunting the rich stuff, the really rich stuff. Yeah, the 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 stuff that you get from ice rings. Well, look, thank you very much for coming to join us. Obviously, we're going to hear more from you later as well. Are you staying for the rest of the show? I am indeed. We have some very difficult questions we're going to ask you as well at some point. Very, so, very difficult. Yeah, I'm hoping you're ready for these ones. I will try. I'm, to I'm not. I'm myself. not warning you. No, I'm not warning you what they are. Just they're 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 difficult. Difficult. Okay. But thank you very much. And then, of course, um, there is the boss for this evening's show, Boss Flossie. Yeah. Now I did ask the apology officer to pen me a suitably good apology for last week. So, I'm, but, but the apology officer said, no, you can do it yourself because Flossie's got the pan. <laughs> so, yeah, now, see, what happened last week is we, we, we wrote the script for the live show and we had a couple of um, guest presenters. And one of the guest presenters had a, a work-related emergency. Uh, one of the Frontier team had a work-related emergency and said, oh, I can't do the show. So, of course, I'd written a lovely bit as a tag team for you and... Yeah, the, the frontier member of staff and then i thought oh i've got to take that out because they're not available and i took it out and i thought i'd pasted back in some flossy stuff and then we got to reading the script out loud and i realized as we were reading it i forgot to paste it back in again ah so i'm very 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 sorry <laughs> and that would explain why you only had one line which i hastily typed on screen as we were doing the show bits and um, i haven't got anything to say says flossy it's all right <laughs> I made her sing that Anaconda song. <laughs> you made her blush as well. Now, of course, you made the, everybody the, blush. Oh my goodness! I needed mind bleach. And talking of mind bleach, yes, the um, the voice you just heard was, oh my goodness, he was buck naked and then some last week at ECM <clears throat> over the live broadcast. That is uh, Commander Eric Marquet, also known as Buck Naked, the Buck Naked's representative, or are you his right hand man. I'm his agent. <laughs> I don't do nothing with my right hand with old Buck. <laughs> no. I'll leave that to him. Having, having, having seen that on the screen, yes, you were in the room behind some safety plane. glass. Yep. Then, of course, um, bringing up um, the next seat in the studio here, and you may have seen him on stage during the show, it is uh, Commander Palantir. Good evening, all. Now, which of your shirts were you wearing during the live show, because you've got a selection, don't you? A very I, special. I, I do, yes. I have a selection of Hutton Orbital shirts. I was one wearing the one that the lovely Claire Helen had used to make the little Lego figure of me, the one that says Hutton Orbital welcomes Care Bears, and then the hashtag for the hug. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and, and so the other two, you've got three, haven't you? The other two are. Uh, there's the Hutton Orbital Apathy Society, which is for the shrug and the shell less gastropod society which is for the slug well i think the hug one was the best choice yes the others require people to think 
Now, of course, a, a near permanent resident over here at uh, LHS 340 is Dead Meat GF. Good evening. I mean, even when you're not in trouble, you're over here, aren't you? Yes, I am trying to keep everybody out. Okay, well, we're going to ask Amelia about why in a bit. So we won't ask you to you know, spill the beans on why this is such a bad place to be. Well, we'll ask Amelia in a bit. Um, but uh, so you were over at the event last weekend as well? I was indeed. It was most enjoyable. And and what did you get up to? I mean, were you, were you just propping up the bar or were you um, engaging in some serious heavy duty gaming? It was mostly catching up with people, meeting some new people. It's really a weekend of chatting for me. And watching Flossie be extremely good at very smutty games. Oh, no, we can't against just about everything and the rest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are not going to let you know what answers Flossie was, because that would be dodgy and innuendo, and I'm going to get panned for what Flossie said. Absolutely. Ow! <laughs> right, okay. Thanks, Flossie. Um, yes, um, now we have, our, we have a stunt pilot. Now, a... Uh, Commander Ventura obviously is uh, wielding the pan this week and obviously the bong machine as well. And he's already hit me a couple of times with it. And I, I think it, whether it's, is pillbox flying pillbox, are you here or are you busy flying? No, he's I'm not here, flying. but I'm not flying. He's not flying. You're here, but you're not flying. Okay, so <clears throat> we have um, Eric, we've got Palantir, we've got Amelia, we've got Debbie GF, we've got Flossie, we've got a full studio. We, we've had apologies from Commander Cow, who's come down with. Um, event-related mods this week and, and has had to take himself quietly off somewhere to lose his voice and feel a bit rough. So get Aww. well soon. Yeah, get well soon. Well, actually, it's his week off and, and yeah, he didn't want to get hit by the pan, so he's hiding. <laughs> so, yes, ECM last weekend. What I mean, what fantastic fun that was. We, we, um, we got 179 Elite Dangerous Commanders together and we stuck them all in a hotel. It was actually... Outside, it was this horrible, brutalist concrete architecture with a tiny little door on the front. And inside, it was a bit swish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was extremely swish. And the rooms I mean, were brilliant. They were palatial, these rooms. They had they had yeah. chairs and tables and sofas and jacuzzis and, and everything. A tennis court and, yeah, and doors. But, yeah, so, I mean, the, the hotel was absolutely wonderful. It was over at the Renaissance Hotel in Manchester. And 179 commanders got together. We opened at 10 in the morning. And then I don't remember anything until Hutton Orbital Live because I was busy. And then we did a live show. And, oh, my God, the mind bleach. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, yes, and we were joined by Frontier. We were joined by um, Spider-Mind Games. Uh, we were joined by HCS Voice Packs. We had um, Escape Velocity. Chris Jarvis was there. It was at the Radio Theatre Workshop. We had Drew Wagar and his books. We had the Retro Corner. We had some VR. We had Basically, there was shed loads to do. Um, there was an Artemis rig where we were competing for things. And then we all chucked money in the charity tin uh, for the raffle. And, yeah, I think we finished up at about midnight and then migrated to the bar till four in the morning. And you now um, Commander Simoof is currently counting all the pennies and looking at all the bills and everything. And we we haven't got accounts yet, but it, 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 a metric shed load of void opal quantities of pennies for charity, which we're going to be releasing the accounts for and details later, I think. Well, as and when we've done the adding up, we're just waiting on a couple of small bills from the hotel and we'll know how much money we've got left for charity. So, yeah, incredible fun. I mean, Flossie, if you had to pick... One highlight. Seeing Buck naked. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's why she's being so nice. I, I think so she's being coy because we saw, we all saw her her face when I popped up on that screen. Now the, the static luckily yeah. stopped you popping up on the screen. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Well, that's because I hit the uh, the the video cable there when I got up out of the chair. <laughs> I wonder what it was wrapped around. <laughs> His foot, obviously. Any, anyway, so yeah, so, so just go on, Flossie. Without, without him telling you what to say, was there anything else you want to point out? I mean, I'm going to say a personal thank you because you, you jumped in to lend us a hand on the, the front desks in the live show. And actually, the event wouldn't be the same without all the volunteers who helped as well, of which Flossie was a, an important part for us. So thank you very much for all your help, Flossie. Oh, you're welcome. Um, uh, but pick one, go on, other than, other uh, than Buck Naked. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually getting the, the little, <laughs> Sam Sully, the, the little Lego thing from Claire Helen of, of my character. I think yeah, there's, was, a, there's it, a lot of love for, for our mini-me's. Yes, yeah. I think that was, it just made my weekend. It was just so lovely. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of other things which were memorable as well, but that really sticks out with something I... Because you, you're joined on your little pedestal there by, by um, one of your hamsters. Yes, yes, yeah, and uh, obviously I got my mic in one hand and the mug in the other hand, and you feel rats t-shirt. Rats t-shirt, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Oh well, well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie, and then uh, Commander Palantir. How how about for you? Once again, a, another stalwart of the volunteer helpy team who jumped into the breach and did an amazing job on the front desks. But from the rest of the event, what was your Stand out. Well, not not butt naked moment. <laughs> well, it was, it was funny when you came along and um, sacked me from being on the front desk. I realised I'd been sat there for six hours. That time had just shot past. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, I really. It took me a while to come down from that that high, and and I then went straight into the. Well, actually, I have to say, I think the blankety blank was a high spot for everybody else. A bit of a low spot for me. I think. I think the uh, the beer had just sort of ca caught up with me at that point, but I think my my guesses were a little bit. Um, what's the word I'm looking? I can't say the word I'm looking for because Flossie will hit me. But just I, just say it. Just say it. Ventura's oh, got it. Was, it was crap. You know, but it, ah, all right, I deserve that. But I enjoyed it just a little bit. It, I, the whole day was just wonderful. I thought it was brilliant. What a wonderful group of people everyone is, are, were. Yeah, I mean, that's the feedback we've had is that everybody just enjoyed the social so much and meeting other commanders and relaxing in their company. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll agree with that one because I actually managed to play zero games all day. I was just running around like a loon. And as you say, the time disappeared completely. Um, okay, and de Dead Meat. I've got to mention the Lego figure as well. Um, and I, had a, I didn't notice until I actually got it about the handcuffs. <laughs> I thought they were a, a stroke of genius. Yes, absolutely, yeah, totally appropriate. Um, but I think it was uh, meeting Commander Rampage for the first time, or face to face at least, uh, was a high point. And the two random non-truckers that I ended up chatting in the bar till two in the morning, which again, it's just one of those lovely things where you're just talking to complete strangers, and then half an hour later, they're not. Yeah, I mean, uh, Commander Rampage, by the way, is going to be me next week. 
because I've, I've seconded Rampage. Rampage was sort of ready and willing to join in this week, and I realized, oh, my goodness, we've got a full show. And do you mind? But by the way, you can have the whole show to yourself next week. So you're going to be Rampaged thoroughly next week. I shall look forward to it. But yes, I mean, the ACM was great. All the messages have been great. The photographs have been great. The raffle was, yeah, it was just lots of warm love and hugs from everybody. And um, the hotel looked after us so well. And thanks to all of our sponsors as well, those people who created things for the raffle. So it's not just the Lego, but there was some of the artwork was stunning. I mean, the stuff that um, Beetle Jude did, those three um, beautiful chalk pieces that Beetle Jude did. I have um, one of those. You've got one. Which one did you get? I got the orbital, the, the reddish one. Well, the, the, the close-up or the... Oh, nice. The, the middle yes, distance close-up, where the, the background's pretty red and then the orbital's rather large. So you, you got the no entry? Yes. Ah, is it perfect for you? You couldn't have got a better one. <laughs> I, should, I might write 340 on it in crayon. Yes. And um, the, the best bit, Beetlejuice, we did say to, to her, are you going to sign these? And the one thing, she hasn't signed them. So maybe that's a mission for another time, is to bring it back so that Beetlejuice can sign these pieces of art. That would be lovely, yeah. But then we had some Prince of Nocti, we had sign stuff, we had people who donated spare technology. I think one person donated a, a VR headset. Oh, I mean, also, there were just loads in the raffle and, and um, a lot of people went away very happy. And obviously we, we had a lot of Lego from TT Games. We had Tin Man Games with um, some of the Warlock of Firetop Mountain. I think Commander Wotherspoon, yeah, he was, um, he's, he's been after that one for a while. He's seen it on a few streams and um, he finally won himself one. And the, the DLC. And it turns out, actually, now, for, for those of you listening, if you won that one, um, the, the codes they gave us were the Warlock of Hardtop Mountain and the Goblin Scourge DLC. Unfortunately, it looks like the Goblin Scourge DLC also actually comes with the game as well. So we've got double bubble going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm emailing everybody saying, oh, we seem to have spare stuff now because you've got everything and then plus some. Anyway, that was my mistake. Um, yeah, and oh, special effect with it. Now, we had a message from Benji. I don't know if you met Benji from special... Well, he was he's one of the other ambassadors for special effect who yes. was on the se second computer down. He was taking on all comers at um, Street Fighter. And he's managed to raise an additional... I'm just going to sort of poke buttons and talk at the same time. Now, he actually raised, was raising money directly for special effect at the Arndale Centre the week after um, by challenging people. And they had to pay to challenge him. And I'm just scrolling down here. Quick cover for me. A uh, message from Baz here that uh, Benji raised an additional £134 there for special effects just off that one machine. Excellent work. I Which do have a video of him battering Baz. As well. <laughs> yes, uh, Baz was there, and of course the hearing dogs were there. We had a succession of uh, puppies and uh, training dogs from hearing dogs turned up, um, and the volunteers were showing us all the work they were doing with the hearing dogs. So it, I mean, it's lovely to have both charities there as well. Uh, we were joined last year by I think one volunteer, but to have five of them turn up was absolutely wonderful. You know, our event's got puppies, yours doesn't. Men and men and men and Sorry, Flossie. <laughs> so, huh? oh, Ventura, that deserves being, him being panned over the head. He tittered at that point. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, there was, there was just so much stuff to do. Making and, people cry? Oh, we made Sally cry. Oh, we didn't, actually. I blame Claire. Yes, definitely blame Claire. 
Yep. Yeah, so, so there was extra mascara needed from um, Sally from Frontier, who was given her Lego model complete with the pink wafer jacket and all of the uh, various patches stuck to it as well. And yes, promptly uh, caused a mascara incident, which was lovely. But yeah, so uh, all, all it remains for me to say on ECM, because we're going to move along, there's a lot to do on the show this evening, is thank you very much to the sponsors, thank you very much to the charities and to all the volunteers who helped make it a great day, to the hotel, um, basically to everybody. It was absolutely lovely, and thank you very much. And we're going to talk to the green room later, and I think there's one or two hiding in the green room. So what's next on my list? Now, I've got a note here. Talk about what battle cards need. Money. A release date. <laughs> <laughs> a release date, yes. Um, so, um, Spidermind was showing off uh, ED battle cards. We had two tables of ED battle cards there, and they've gone on sale or pre-order for battle cards because they've kicked uh, Kickstarter at the curb, and they're now, um, yeah, actively selling battle cards, and they've been backed nicely, so it is going to get made. And they're just taking um, early pre-orders now, just to uh, make it absolutely above board. Um, Website, thanks very much, Snoz, is edbattlecards.com. And there's a discount for pre-ordering, of course. Yeah, so it's slightly cheaper than the retail price for pre-ordering. Um, and they're going to be adding in extras for things like the, the, the rolly mats, you know, the um, what are they, neoprene? Neoprene, yep. Yep. Um, but we had a message earlier and a special competition for Hutton Orbital. Dun, 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 dun. Which I'm going to have to call up on screen. Somebody cover for me while I find it. Did anyone get to play the game at ECM? Because I missed out. No. No, I saw lots of other people enjoying themselves doing it. Yeah, it seems to be very popular. It does, yeah. And apparently there's going to be a 45-minute uh, tournament mode. So if you don't have to go through the long two-hour game, you can have a nice minutes. The board equivalent of CQC? Yes, I guess so. There was something I was asking for after that um, three-hour game I had at LaveCon last year um, against Vija Starseed, and he actually threw down the gauntlet at this event, and I was so busy I didn't get to have my rematch against Vija Starseed, but he then threw the gauntlet at me again, and I said, well, I'm not coming to LaveCon, so we've had to postpone that one. Here we go. We had a message, um, and I'm going to have to cut bits out of this because there's some stuff that's not suitable for broadcast, but as battle cards are now in full production, um, I'm needing to get selfies says um john over at uh, spider mind so do you think hutton's finest and maybe the not so fine fancy getting into their ships and potentially getting themselves onto a few of the cards um so yes what they are looking for over at ed battle cards is um selfies of ships doing stuff so not just sort of sat there parked but flying and shooting and mining and in various ship skins and with various loadouts but basically try and take your very best selfie close-up selfie because it's going to be printed on a card so not your ship really diddy small in the distance but like filling the screen using the external camera of your ship doing its most adventurous stuff and you know the action shots are the great ones the ones where you're engaged in combat or you're right next to exploding asteroid or you're up next to a cap ship uh, those are the ones and they've said look hutton we need you to start taking these um photographs so that we can print you on some of our cards and um, they're going to run a little competition now i don't know what they're going to be doing for the competition but um and how many cards they're going to feature but what they've asked is if people take really awesome selfies and it needs to be of lots of different ships because the game contains well, all of them i'm pretty sure it's all of them or pretty close to all of them um to info at edrpg.co.uk 
um, they will put them all into a big pile, sort through them, and potentially, um, yes, print your ship, your very own ship, oh, um, on one wait, of their cards. Was that a ship? A ship. <laughs> you don't. Oh, no. Did you just texted John and Oliver a selfie of me? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They didn't want commander selfies? No, not, not commander <laughs> selfies. Good. Not your hollow me. Uh, not your remlock covered, um, yes, naked body. But um, yes, your selfies of your ships. And they are hunting for Hutton to help them find, yes, the very best shots of ships and ping them to info at edrpg.co.uk. Obviously, you could kill their inbox with massively sized pictures, or you could upload it to a photo sharing site and send them a link, which would probably be more sensible. And the guys will go through all of those, select the very best ones. Now, they do have a list of the ships that they need, but that would spoil some of the surprise. So just, just send them stuff. You may inspire them to a great idea. So there you Are go. there any restrictions on, for example, ship names on display or particular um, special uh, ship skins that we can't, can or can't use? Well, put it this way. If, if you submitted and when looking at it, Flossie was to use that thing and make this noise here... Then it was probably not suitable for printing on a board game that's on mass mass sale. <laughs> Thank you, Commander Ventura. I'm doing my best to test him this week. <laughs> um, so yes, um, yeah, have a go at that. Submit your great pictures. I mean, share them on the Facebook page as well because we update the daily photograph or the weekly weekly photograph quite regularly <clears throat> with with the very best pictures. And talking of the best pictures, here we go. Do you, anybody would think I'd written this. Um, the tune we heard earlier. Now, Amelia. Yes. Is that is that your kind of I'm flying through space mining kind of tune? It really is. It's such a nice chill track. Um, so it was submitted by a commander over at the Elite Dangerous Stellar Photography, Videography and Fan Art Facebook page, affectionately known as the SPVFA. And um, yes, posted it up. Commander Vex posted it up uh, with a little video. Um, and everybody went nuts and said, can we use this? And I, I called first dibs for the radio show. So I believe that's the first play of it outside their um, their actual Facebook page that it's had. Wow, that's cool. And we're going to be asking Commander Vex if there are any others, because, I mean, that one, we've got permission to put it in the radio rotation as well. It, I mean, I think that needs to go into Commander Wotherspoon's, you know, highbrow section of the, the daily radio show. I, I hope it does more, because uh, they have a new fan now. Yeah, well, they they run a competition. Um, I don't know, it's once it's not once a week. I think it's maybe once a month, and they give a they put a theme out there, and then people have to unedited and unfiltered um, put entries in, and these pictures go up on their sort of their wall. They've got a gallery they run, and they they put it up on the wall and give people credit as the winner for that. I think it's monthly. Um, they've got about eighteen hundred members actually, and there are if you if you look at it on Facebook, there are the most beautiful screenshots there. There was one. Um, by Mr. Um, Weymeyer up there, which is, I mean, it is, it's got a star on the left and it's all blue and it's got a nebula on the right and it's all red and I'm colorblind. So I, and it's got asteroids down the middle and it is probably the most beautiful shot I've seen in this game, bar none. Um, That's and it, awesome. It, yeah. Ha have a look, but you know, try and find them. It's Elite Dangerous, um, Stellar Photography, Videography and Fan Art on Facebook. And it is well worth joining if you're into your Stellar Photography. And what's the abbreviation? Uh, SPVFA. Right, I'll look them up. And you say it's a theme. Sorry, a theme? What? Mm. Yes, 
a theme, uh, a bit like our music theme, just um, a little more obvious. I, sh I shall wait for my suitable theme and then send a photo. Um, Anyone no, know what the theme is? Ah, greetings, Commanders. Your friendly founder here, 21st of April, to announce this week's competition theme. This week, with the new updates for the noobs, we want to see your wackiest, silliest noob moments. Oh, Flossie. <laughs> oh, Flossie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh. Yeah. That was it. Anything from those accidental docking boosts. Oh, Flossie. I don't have docking boosts. I don't do oh, to boosts. SRVs in sticky situations. We all have our moments. Don't be ashamed to share yours. <laughs> I'm so in so much trouble. Yeah. So it, it, it's noob moments, yes. <laughs> anyway, yes, always. Um, so if you enter, well, have a look at the website. The instructions from the admin. Admin. Oh, it's a weekly theme. There you go. It, oh, crikey. So it, yeah, only this week. And you have to tag it up with, I think, hashtag entry, and they'll put it in there. And uh, Commander J Synthetic, there you go, is the uh, the admin over on that website. <clears throat> and was, there are, I'm losing my voice, there are already some great pictures. Dave, I was going to say, yeah, as weekly, um, it actually has quite a good group to be in because you see a lot of the pictures, they're absolutely amazing every time I see them. It's, you know, they also they give you hints and tips on how to take them and everything else using the unfocusing and focusing, and it's absolutely amazing. Anyway. So... Amelia, I mean, as you're out mining sort of 3,000 light years away, I mean, you're in the kind of environments where these pictures, I'm not the noob ones, but I mean the just general beautiful pictures must yeah. sort of I waft mean, across your screen. <laughs> There's a problem uh, with taking, <laughs> it's like any any selfie picture is virtually impossible because I use VR. Right, okay. And I but, haven't uh, figured what, it all out yet. <laughs> so your 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 eyes must see these things at the very least. Yes. I mean, some of the beautiful sights out there. So when you're three thousand light years out, are, are you seeing some of these stellar phenomena out there as well? Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's some really cool stuff out there. Um, on, amazing stuff. Well, I mean, some of the most simple things just uh, blow your mind. I mean. Um, Crystal formations, um, metallic bubbles. Um, you know, if you're landing on worlds, you, you know you have all the the geysers, and it, it's you have to stop and take a breath every time you encounter anything. Yeah, I mean the, the whole galaxy is like that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, take take some time. And the people who say, "Oh, I hate supercruise," I'm really glad the supercruise assist is in there, so I can clear off and go and do other things. But you miss all the best bits. Yeah, you do. You got the, the the eclipses and the the yeah you know, the, the sunlight shining through the sort of the corona around planets and all sorts. Yeah, it, I mean, it's you, you have to plan ahead to align, you know. Uh, eclipses and things like that but it's well worth taking the time to do it it is it is but um right okay so we've done we've got, that i'm, I'm sorry we've got a comment on. we have a comment in in the chat saying so they are literally asking us to send noobs <laughs> yes <laughs> oh dear oh no this, this reminds me of what, oh. oh no ow <laughs> um now this reminds me of something and i can't remember whether i'm allowed to talk about it or not Right, is there anybody from Frontier listening? Let's check. Actually, no, this is fine, because this, this was in the old office. Um, no, I can't, I, can't mention, I can't mention that one. Suffice to say, some of the pictures that get sent to the support team of happy customers, um, delighted they've got their ship back, are, are truly frightening. That's all I'm going to say. 
Anyway, um, so uh, moving down my list here, I've come to the important question. What's that? What's that? Well, because every single week we get some instructions or vague instructions um, from um, Dead Meat GF here about what's going on in Hutton Space. And we have to sort of turn this into what should we actually go and do? And we have to ask the question of our special guest, Amelia, what does it all mean? <laughs> that's that's a really, really, really good question. And it has many possible answers. And uh, unfortunately, I have none. OK, well, if I ask some leading questions, then, because you're out 3000 light years away mining, which yep. means you're not doing things around Hutton space. This is, this is true. So um, as you I'm going to get panned for this one. As you know, the team have been working really hard for I'm, am I going to say for, for an expansion and it's taken us sort of jumping two, three systems and filling other systems up so we can get to a silly named system. Which the team decided that hag hole. <laughs> thank you. Ow, uh, Bruce is going to really grow. Um, it was the destination system because we, we've got a few silly names and there are some places we've renamed as silly names. So, I mean, if you were to look down the Hutton list there and just, just randomly draw a system out of the hat of somewhere that might have a silly name um, or a station, okay. you might want to look at, I don't know, Wolf 25. Okay, Wolf 25. Yeah, because we decided we liked that one because it's got a station called... Let me have a look. Here we go. Uh, it's fine. We've got a data slate, especially in front of um, Amelia here. <laughs> I hate this thing. No, it's, it's all right. Um, but yeah, we got that one. Uh, of course, we renamed George Pantazis to George's Pants because it sounded silly. And then, ow. And that's definitely the wrong Bonkers. place to have an expansion. Yeah, do not do not have an expansion, George's Pants. Ow. <laughs> um, but, but we then discovered that George Pantazis was an actual player who'd named the system, and I had to send him an apology. Um, and, and of course, have you, have you found it? You mean bonkers? Absolutely, yes, because we liked bonkers. And then the, there was one which we sort of seconded to ourselves, which is an, another wolf one, I think, isn't it? Uh, dead meat. It's your turn to get panned. Is it wolf one twenty four? Dead meat. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I have. I haven't got the slate. Bear with me a second. You haven't got the data slate. Do, do you see? You're supposed to know what it, it is. Wolf one twenty four. 16 million people, 36 light years from Alpha Centauri, next to Yamazaki Station, but not that Yamazaki Station, the other one. And of course, we've ah. renamed the station which is closest to Hutton from Aldin to Alvin. Yeah, they wouldn't let us do that either. That one's, that one's not pan suitable. He's going to get there. He's got his big list. There's so many systems. There are 20, 22 systems listed. Yeah, it's 22 now. Oh, yes, it's the port, isn't it? It's, it's that one. You're going to have to say it. Yes, Jacoby Vision. No, it's not, it's not Jacoby Vision. It's not it's, Bird Point either. It's Willie's Port. <laughs> Willie's oh. Port. Yes. Um, so, of course, once we've expanded to Hag Hole, <laughs> then, um, yeah, we're going to find somewhere suitably silly for the next one. So, anyway, so the expansion. The, um, the expansion, Amelia, happens all on its own now. So we mm -hmm. get over 70-some influence, and then the expansion happens, and then we arrive there with not much influence, and then the whole team go crazy trying to, um, yeah, expand properly into the system. That's how I get all my children all around the galaxy. 
all this expansion. <laughs> now you're in trouble. Lay off Flossie, that pan there. How's, how's your Seriously. bicep doing swinging that thing? That's a big pan. Yeah, it's, it's my arm was hurting to start with. Okay, oh. so Flossie, Amelia, here, so expansion, Use it we instead. don't have to worry about. <laughs> we we but, don't have to worry about. Okay, so if you were to take a guess, the people coming in with want to do trading or mining like like you do, and bringing mm -hmm. it back to Hutton Space, how might you identify a system that needs that kind of thing going on? Uh, I'm guess I'm guessing you're talking about all these percentages. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Ypsilon um, Indy. Yeah, I think that's in thirty thirty eight ish somewhere near there. Yeah, 37.6. That was a good guess. Um, yeah, so if you see a system that's looking a bit low, and unless anybody tells you not to, then you, you boost it up a bit. And if you see a system that's running a bit high, like, um, I don't know, Alpha Centauri at the moment. Or the two LPs. Or any of the LPs, yes. So Alpha Centauri, now this, this one might be close to home for you. Alpha Centauri is running high for one reason at the moment. That would be the Void Opals, yeah? The Void Opals, yes, because we are under civil liberty and pirate attack and investment. All those things added together means that we make... Uh, what's the top price of Void Opals? Um, it's, uh, I don't know, about 1.6 mil a ton. Yeah, and yeah. even though it's a millionty, millionty, millionty light seconds away, um, yes, 1.6 million is tempting for some people, and they have been doing it. And so, um, yeah, Alpha Centauri gets a little bit high on the Void Opals. Not Can I just does. point something out at this point? Go on then. You can get ever so slightly more in a ship nowadays. That's oh, because yes. of the new slot. Yes. So there's a record that could potentially be broken. Uh, Amelia, are you familiar with the fact uh, with the records that the Hutton holds? Uh, no, no, not yet. Well, being Hutton truckers, of course, we've got the highest trade record, and I'm sure somebody's going to message me in a minute to tell me exactly the value in a single transaction that one of our truckers made and who it was. But, um, yes, we currently hold the single highest trade record. Nice. Which, was it one of Team Hotbox or was it Asylum and Friends? I can't remember. It, it, we'll find it in a minute. But, yes, we, we hold the single, trade, single biggest trade record, and it's an outrageous amount of money. It is a cutter with nothing in it full of void opals at maximum price. Oh, nice. But that would be, what, near on 800 tons? I, do, oh, I must admit, I've never flown one. You've never flown a cutter? No, 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 no. I've been far too busy. Neither have I. Cutters He's are not glorious. No, I'm, I'm a Type 9 kind of guy. Buck will be happy yeah, with that. Yeah, me. I do like a Type 9. Um, it's my favourite ship. But there you, you go. There That's you what Eric. Buck likes to hear. More Lacon sales. <laughs> well, the Type 9, it, it has so much going for it, but you have to experience the cutter at least once. I don't love yeah. the rank. I, I, I experienced a cutter once. Unfortunately, I was on the receiving end of it being full of guns, which <laughs> didn't end well. <laughs> That's not a good thing. So... Yeah, so anybody bringing data and wanting to do missions, do it in the low systems. And you can find this by going to a little website. Um, Eric, do you happen to have Buck's notes there about which website it is? For what? What system? What? Where? Well, just to find Hutton out Helper? how Hutton systems are doing. Yeah, that one. You mean hot.forthemug.com? That's the that one. one? And 
yeah, you can go there and it'll tell you where's low, where's high, what we need doing, that kind of thing. Now, over in Colonia, I'm not even going to ask Amelia what does it all mean because I don't know what it all means. Deadme, do you know what it all means? It, again, it's rather quiet over there, but the official word from King Hanky is uh, boost the truckers in Eol Procol Centauri and Tyr. Okay, so Eol Procol Centauri is our home system in Colonia. It's the site of Hutton Moon and Fort Mug. And uh, Tyr is the new system we don't own yet, but I think we're trying to do something about that or, I don't know, get it, get it somewhere secure. So thank you very much, King Hanky. Oh, Flossie, you're going to unchain me from this desk in a minute. I've got a lot to get through here. This is... Okay. Ow. I'm not allowed to moan either. No. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Sean. Yes, Palantir. sir. Now, while we were in Seoul, Antarius did something silly. Yes, he tried to stop a banner from moving by using his chin. No, that, the banner that was Hanky. That wasn't Antarius. Oh, sorry. That was, that was Antarius. Antarius. <laughs> oh, sorry. Antarius, um, the one, yeah, that one. Do you, did you see what he did while we were in Seoul? No, I did not. Did anybody see what Antarius did while we were in Seoul? I saw a rumor, heard a rumor that he'd done quite a lot of super cruising. Quite a lot's an understatement. He decided to super cruise between Alpha Centauri and Seoul. <laughs> and was therefore late to the party. Uh, yes. Oh, no, we've got a message from Snoz. I've got a link up here. Can anybody grab that link while I'm talking, which is the... Um, Doing it, present it. Yep. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much, Commander Snoz. Uh, yes, it was 20 hours-ish in supercruise between Alpha Centauri and Sol. And he did it. And he got there. And it, it was good. And he didn't run out of fuel. And he's a mad fool. It's very mad. And That's lost... what sitting in a room programming does to your brain. Oh, okay. So, so Palantir, do do you have the? Yes, I do. The total was one point three billion credits from seven hundred ninety-two tons of void opals. That is awesome. So even the wing members got filthy rich off that one. I think the link should say who they are, actually. Graham MK, Brett Riverboat, Cully three eight eight, Bam, Rincewind Cymru, and El Masri. Well, congratulations, commanders. That is very cool. Right, and the last one on this bit before we go on to the rest of the rest of the little bits of the show is um, a congratulations to, and uh, we mentioned it last week, to uh, Shouty and the Hotfix team. And I believe that Shouty's going to be lurking in the green room later to tell us all about the Hotfix. Yippee. Yay. Now, <laughs> cr crikey, we've got so much content this week. Um, I'm going to hand over to Amelia now. Well, now it's time to take a look at how all the pilots out there view each other. Uh, Flossie's lined them all up, so take it away. A look down on the competent pilot because A, I'm an elite pilot and I never use any form of pilot assist. I look up to the elite pilot, but I look down on the harmless pilot because I am a competent pilot. I use flight assist. I know my place. I look up to competent pilot, but not as much as I look up to elite pilot. I'm a harmless pilot. A. Always boost in and out of the letterbox. <laughs> I am good at piloting, but I sometimes get destroyed by the station. So then I look up to the competent pilot. I stick to the speed limit. I never turn off flight assist. But I don't use as much assistance as the harmless pilot. I know my place. 
I look up to them both. As I'm just starting out, I need all the help I can get. I use advanced docking computer. I could look down on other pilots for being flash, but I don't. We will know our place, but what do we get out of it? I've got lots of free time for coffee. I get a sense of superiority over the harmless pilot, but a sense of inferiority from the elite pilot. Hey, get us fine for speeding. <laughs> well, with all of that out the way and fresh from causing agonizing pain to the radio team, Flossie's here to answer a few of your most pointy questions and in her own way. Oh, God, help. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossy, it's Flossy, and the community goes. Hello everyone, it's that part of the show which we all enjoy, Flossy's Agony Aunt. Now, last week we had some complaints because we didn't have many questions and answers. That was because most of your questions were filthy and not the kind of thing that Flossy wants to see. So she tells me. So today, here's our... Oh, uh, what, what did I do wrong that time? Oh, I suppose I did it wrong. Never mind. This week, we've got nice, clean, proper questions. And here we go. Our first question tonight, Flossie. It comes from a Commander Galmidden. When I'm flying missions for Hutton, I keep hearing voices in my headset. Sometimes they say nice things, but mostly they don't. It only ever happens when my TeamSpeak module is activated. What should I do? Uninstall Skiprat, and afterwards, I recommend doing a virus check and deleting anything with Mr. Shouty's name on it. And whatever you do, don't listen to the voices. They will only tell you to do bad things. Like turn your thrusters off when exiting a high-G world. Next, it's Claire Helen. I have not flown for a while, and just noticed the gin bar on the Corvette is empty. I have not used it since I did that hut and run in it with Cecil. Is it possible I could have a stowaway on board? Unfortunately, it's not just Cecil who seems to enjoy the Centauri Mega Gin. I've been known to have a tipple myself. And we hear that Draxor, when pressed, isn't entirely adverse to the odd bottle. My recommendation is to buy a bigger padlock or one of those lovely little hip flasks that Lithobreaker makes. Following that insight, we're over to a certain Entarius fusion. And there's a question from Commander Swiggles McBubblebutt. I was inspecting my cargo <coughs> and noticed a crack in one of my food cartridge containers. Its use by date is soon and I'm heading to a station to sell the cargo. Do I report it and take the loss, or just mix it in and let them deal with it? I'm not sure that's your real name. In fact, I'm sure that I'm not sure. However, anonymity is important here, and your crack is certainly a big issue. You'll find that it's best before date, and in that case, as long as you don't mind the order, no one else will either. And besides, it has to go through decontamination on arrival, and so it'll be perfectly safe to eat, at least after you scrape the mould off. 
we do have a question from one commander asylum but on reading it out loud i realized you were being naughty and i'm not falling for that one again that's it it from us this week we understand that you're getting your initiative back next week so everyone will have to stay in agony until things calm down again nurse wyeth is always ready with the rubber gloves and a torch for those who can't wait thank you commander flossie and now an update from Hackswing. Incoming message from Hackstorm. Are, are we transmitting? Okay. For Truckers, Hackswing Mobile HQ at Cartwright Terminal was attacked today by Thargoid forces. We are currently evacuating to another orbital in OU Geminorum. This week's orders are to keep up the push on Tharg right here in OU Gem. We're obviously making the bugs scared to get our HQ attacked like this and their presence in the system has been steadily dropping through the week, so let's finish them off. And if we can get Tharg pushed out before next Tharg day, we will shift operations to Bad Badges to help the Galactic Rangers finally push Tharg out of that system as well. Okay, truckers, mount up, fight hard, and defend the mug. Before we go over to Commander Wotherspoon and the big black hole that is his goal net digestion, we have our second tune. And it's a regular one on this show. It's Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple, or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons, plus me daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. <coughs> Galnet News Digest, 25th of April, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the ghost in the cart. Aegis buddies up with Guardian Tech Wizard. Keeping it in the family. Project Zoom. The ghost in the cart. Commanders throughout the galaxy have been reporting unexplained ship malfunctions this week. Problems include modules randomly changing power priority, so you can never be sure if it's your AFMU or your thrusters that are going to lose power when you deploy your hardpoints. Shields that turn themselves back on after you explicitly turn them off. And a heads-up display that starts flickering. Ship manufacturers working together have come up with the theory that these problems may all be linked to the use of drag munition enhanced weaponry, and that other less common effects may include the inability to boost, the ship's display randomly switching to mirror image, and the yaw and pitch controls becoming reversed, as well as random power-ups that make the ship move at three times normal speed. A junior spokesperson for Zorgan Peterson suggested it might be possible to make a racing game using some of these random effects. 
However, the Pilots' Federation has insisted that the faulty software be withdrawn, pending a fix. Aegis buddies up with Guardian Tech Wizard. Aegis Research is planning a campaign to develop improved anti-thyroid technology after announcing its partnership with engineer Ram Tar. The Bridging the Gap initiative will seek to retrieve further key information about the technology of the extinct Guardian race to allow Tar to design better weaponry, which Aegis can then manufacture for distribution through technology brokers. It is believed that Aegis may be seeking to charter a megaship to allow key Guardian sites to be visited by as many archaeologists of technology as possible. Lilith Galloway of Aegis was keen to emphasise that existing weaponry and technology, such as the Guardian fighters, will still be available through their current channels, while Ramtar declared himself delighted with the investment money he's received from Aegis. Keeping it in the family. Cousins Hadrian and Ashling Duval have confirmed that they are now on first-name terms, having signed a non-aggression pact. They're now getting to know each other a bit better before deciding whether they should become allies. Ashling has apparently asked Hadrian to consider carefully whether it's really necessary to march his remaining troops through the streets of Paresa quite so often and whether he might like to reconsider his isolationist stance. But she's completely with him on the overthrowing that old windbag Arissa bit. What we really need in the Empire right now is a bit of good old-fashioned civil war. Project Zoo The Pilots' Federation this week announced the next of a string of conservation projects. Working closely with the Federation, its aim is to preserve Earth's ancient history for future generations to enjoy. It has already worked on Project Jawbone to preserve prehistoric dinosaurs, and Project Vomit, which preserves an entire amusement park. The new Project Zoo sets out to preserve a Yorkshireman, with a penchant for Wensleydale cheese and his highly intelligent and helpful dog, together with a mastermind criminal penguin. Following that, the next project, Project Thomas, is expected to be a faithful recreation of the Earth's island of Sodor, complete with primitive self-propelled coal-powered locomotive engines with faces and personalities. At least one of these locomotives is believed to remain bricked up in a tunnel, and teams of archaeologists have been dispatched to find it. Finally, Project Zimmer will seek to preserve the original crew of the Lave Radio Orange Sidewinder, none of whom have seen recent active service, and who are believed to be living in retirement in a sanatorium in Northamptonshire and only wheeled out in their bath chairs once a year for a token appearance. The project will replace the original crew members with exact robotic simulacra, identical in every respect except for one. The robots 
will be interesting. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. So, fun little fact about that last song, uh, Black Hole Sun. Apparently, it was written in about 15 minutes. Which is about the time this entire script came together as well, funnily enough. But yeah, it, I mean, it's a cracking tune. I mean, you're, you're a fan of that tune, aren't you? Yeah, I think it's one of the most chill tracks to mine to. Yeah, I think um, Commander Snoz was uh, apparently singing along to it, as was Alvin somewhere. Um and thank you very much for the help so far, Commander Snoz. <clears throat> but yeah, so some good tunes this evening. So what have we had so far? Let's let's recap on these ones. So the first tune we had, have you still got it on your um, on your list there? Uh, the one that was custom. Yeah, the, the 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 special one done by the SPVF. F, oh crikey, I've got their I've got their acronym backwards. It's the the SPVFA. There you go. Uh, it's Will You Come Unto the Void by Vex Matraxis. And then um, Dead Meat, our second tune, obviously we've just mentioned. Oh, he's run away. Anyway, it was Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. And, awesome um, band. We, we, we have had a few guesses, and hopefully you can see the guesses we put on your, your data slate we handed you. Um, so if you want to start with the, the bottom one of the guesses, and I'll tell you whether it's right or wrong. Can you see those ones there? On, on, on yeah, the right-hand side of the slate on the comments. Go on, Amelia. I can't see them anywhere. <laughs> you can't see them anywhere. Okay. I see it. No, Buck. That go one on, then. down you... there by Commander Hales. Yep. Yeah, he, he says it's Black Hole. Now, you see, that would be too obvious, given it was the title of the second song, wouldn't it? Yeah. To Commander Hales, I'm sorry. Um, that's a fail on that one. And who, who wants to take the next one up, well, then? He, well, he was in good company, because Mindwipe guessed the same thing. Based on the fact that it's the he thinks the photo of the black hole that's been around, which is also what Litho Breaker was alluding to, M eighty seven's core. M eighty seven's core. That that picture from yes, the the Wait, super massive one. Litho, Litho Breaker said black hole and not boobies. No, no, that's dead meat. Oh, okay. pan, oh. pan him quick. We can't say that word anymore. It's barred, okay? We've had several people guess B00BS, but I'm not sure if that's the same thing. Right, go, there we go. No, that's still wrong. <laughs> so, look, guys, if, if the title of the song is Black Hole, the, the, the answer is not going to be Black Hole, is it? And how does that... I suppose it fits into Void, maybe? Plus, you have to connect it to all the other songs. Which we've, we've got one coming up. But, yeah, I mean, and, of course, Galnet, I mean, he's sharp, is that? Commander Wotherspoon. He's a bit salty this week. That's I have to wonder if that wasn't a guess. Uh, a hint there. What, salty or sharp? Mm, connect. Did <laughs> the word connect. There we go, yes. The word connect is important in this theme guessing. But is yeah, really? I mean... It, yeah, he, I mean, he's really sure. I'm not sure he's right on the nose of things there with digging up Thomas the Tank Engine. I'm, I'm really, really not. He always gets like this each year when we let him out 
to meet people. He's much better when he's just locked away in his studio. Yeah, I mean, for the benefit of Amelia, who's who's not met Commander, I assume you've not met Commander Wotherspoon yet, but um, he does have a fascination with trains. He actually works in his free time in a signal box sometimes, so the trains do tend to come out occasionally. That That's dedication. Yes, Ste steamy ones, you know, good, good old-fashioned steamy trains, not, not these sort of modern breakdown all the time, wrong the, kind of snow kind of trains. The really old Victorian-esque ones. Oh, he loves those ones. He even dropped me a message the other day saying, oh, the Flying Scotsman's going past your house, and I missed it. I have no idea how he knew it was going past my house at that point, but he is the voice of Galnet, and he probably has tools. He was on it. <laughs> he was driving it, swearing out the window, probably. But yeah, he's he's very sharp, his um, Commander Wotherspoon, and... Um, directing his soul to people but yeah we, we look forward to it every single week and he makes the rest of this show look yeah shabby and what was it what was it the guy from pc gamer said about hutton orbital well us being a backwater a dingy backwater and he used the word oh. boring <laughs> that's not oh. what i associate with hutton see I, I find the backwater places are the most interesting but do you find interesting people to talk to in the bar certainly definitely and, and, you know, I, I don't know who he did his research. I mean, you'd think any journalist would do the research and look it up because there was actually a tweet by um, one of the Pilots Federation team, some chap called Adam, who said, oh, my goodness, you said the phrase, didn't you? You said for the mug, you've opened the floodgates. And then Twitter There were a lot of replies to that. There were a lot of people who just yelled for the mug at um, Adam and PC Gamer magazine as well. And by the way, if anybody else from the Hutton Truckers wants to go onto that Twitter account, look look for Adam from from Frontier and just 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 put lots of mug up in response to that one. At, to prove at a point, UK isn't it? Oh, could be yes. Yeah. So, so Hutton always takes things that little bit too far. And talking of going too far, I'm going to hand back over to our special guest to introduce something that is likely you know likely to be way too far. <laughs> well, next tonight. And we're hoping that he's suitably attired for this section. It's Buck Naked, spokesperson for Lacon Spaceways. But before we get to him, we need a little bit of deep purple with Fireball. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits. But what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lake On Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Fly all over the space 
point to two light years crossed at a hill of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. This old buck naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. And if you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as being Winnard's chair after a quiet night in. <laughs> so let that image burn itself into your brain, and let's get into our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a field, Commander Quish Stormbringer has this week's lead with a bit over 38,700 light years jumped. Tearing up the Don's Pithy Pirates this week, is Commander Terran 4295 with 37.1 million credits earned and accounted for. Is this a new name? <laughs> I don't recognize it. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Texas Stew with 284 mission points earned. But now that he's back in his original full-time job, I bet you he can't make top mission trucker again this week. Come on, bet me. All in cargo like a hunting trucker ought to. Commander Xena transported and sold roughly 55,000 tons this week. That ain't too shabby for a warrior princess, I reckon. Driving the Hutton high speed rail this week, Commander Still Chrissy hauled 1,579 passengers around the galaxy. Looks like he went from hauling repair supplies to hauling people. I had this girlfriend once and I had to haul her away from the ice cream truck. First time I ever used a semi to haul the wide body. <laughs> Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Litho Breaker in one hour, 23 minutes, and nine seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of April was done by Commander Jenny B in one hour, 23 minutes, and 36 seconds. That's pretty done close to Litho Breaker at just 13 seconds shy. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, Get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. Only ships in the galaxy will come with a spare bottle of gin, just in case you happen to scoop up Draxor's escape pod. <laughs> Well, it sounds like Lego Buck was doing that one. Very small and far away. Yeehaw! Yeehaw, Buck! 
Now, for those of you listening on the radio station or on Twitch, <clears throat> we chopped Buck off in his prime there by accident. So you're just going to have to listen to the um, yeah the the podcast uh, for the first <laughs> for the first couple couple of lines there, boy. Why didn't Why didn't someone just interrupt me and say, "Hey"? Instead, all I hear is all this ding, 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 ding from Teamspeak, and I think to myself, "Why is it that that always happens when it's my turn <laughs> up?" <laughs> yeah, well, I see, boy. I only got a message when I got to the end of the the uh, the segment there. Oh, but we Lordy. loved it. No, no, we did, we did, we did catch half a buck. So it, Le- Lego good. buck, it was, it was lovely. We got half a buck. So yeah, if you maybe twenty five oh, cents, you know, I, oh, twenty five cents worth. I wish I was a quarter to half a buck right now. <laughs> well, anyway, so if you didn't hear your name on that yeehaw um, broadcast, then um, you can't email us, but you will do, which means you're going to have to listen to the podcast to know whether you want a hut and decal. Oh no, I'll just say all the names real quick. Stormbringer, Terran4295, <laughs> that's a name I don't recognize, Commander Texas Stu, Commander Xena, Warrior Princess, Commander Still Chrissy, who uh, apparently went from hauling repair supplies to people, and uh, of course Lithobreaker, still with the fastest run, but Commander Jenny B, this month of April, just 13 seconds shy of Litho, and that's about it. Well, thank you very much, and we're, we're very sorry about that. I mean, we are in the temporary pop-up studio, so you know the things are to be ex- you know, expected. And of course, with one hand on the pan, uh, you know, Vin- Ventura's got his hands full. Mm-hmm. That was Ouch! Funny. Yeah, that, Flossie, thank you. Ow! Although <laughs> you, that was a self-inflicted one, Flossie. You're very mean. You just panned Ventura. Oh. Well, he deserved it. So we didn't have that one by video either this week, Buck. And and um, anyway, so we've got some more guesses. So we're going to chat to everybody properly when we get down to the green room. Um, actually, no, they've all run away. They've all gone up to the filthy truckers bar. <clears throat> anyway, um, we're going to chat to everybody over in the green room in a uh, a little bit. But before we do that, and before I hand back to our studio team for the intro to the next tune, we've had some more guesses, and they're still miles away. They're 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 a whole galaxy away from the right answer. So, um, Palantir, have you got yes, one? I've got, well, mind wipe, try guessing, connect games from Frontier, but then said I've not got a clue. Poor yep, and we had Techie Mr. B with, it's a long shot, but is it telescopes? Uh, no, still not. It's not connect games or telescopes. Mind wipe had another go. Sing along. I have genuinely no idea where that one's coming from. You well, you know him. You know where that's coming from. The depths of his the depths mind. of his fevered imagination. Yes. It, it, no, what it is is because he's playing Beat Saber and he's he's singing along while he's doing Beat Saber. That's what it is. He's doing Beat Saber in time with the radio show. And thank you very much, Mind Wife, for bringing that along. Everybody loved it. And the last so, guest we've had, um, Amelia, can you see this one or, or not yeah, yet? Um, it's my favourite, but it's wrong. Uh, Commander Hales said Ring of Fire. Okay, so we had, I'm just trying to look at these. We had, we had the Deep Purple Black Hole Sun. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get the link here and, and where this comes from, this one. 
I think he's just commenting on how he feels after his lunch. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Now that was after the um, the super special pork scratchings that were taken again to the event. Super, oh, super special. Oh, the super special yeah, Naga chili pork scratchings that always turn up at the event. Um, so yeah, black hole sun, some deep purple. Will you come onto the void? No, that that's not rings of fire. Uh, well, maybe maybe the next one. Maybe we should. I say, we'll do the next one, and before we talk to the green room, we'll put some emphasis on some words to see if people can get it. But I tell you what, I'm I'm going to hand back over now to to our, our our stunt guest. And what we're going to do is, yeah, hand over to you. You do this bit, and then the tune comes on. And during the tune, Ventura, Ventura is going to put the pan down, and then we're all going to run downstairs. And then he's going to pick the pan up, and hopefully the green room feed's going to do the thing. So um, take it away. Um, Flossie, uh, as you're in charge and there's no naughtiness allowed, should we go down to the green room? You know that extra gaffer tape you brought. Have it ready. <laughs> right, you are. Uh, so it's late and it's time for the night mail from Public Service Broadcasting as we head through that door. And remember, Flossie's armed, angry and dangerous. Hey, buddy, why the long face? Exploring is boring! What? What makes you say so? Because I have to scoop for fuel at every single store! And then the voices I hear in the store tell me to... Whoa! Sounds like you've got a case of space madness! What you really need is... Really Big Gas Tank! What? With Really Big Gas Tank, you'll be sailing the Milky Way in style and comfort. No more hanging out at every stupid star just to refuel. It's as easy as honk and go! Gotta get to Beagle Point for a romantic interlude? Just honk and go! Wanna be the buckiest ball in the galaxy? Just honk and go! And if you fill your really big gas tank with patented Jumbonium 5000, you can honk and go, go, go! Gee, thanks, mister! No, thank you. Really big gas tank. Because why wait when you can honk and go? Jumbonium 5000 has been known to cause extra arm growth, outdoor mayonnaise, typism, and spontaneous targo face. Use only as direct. Hello, 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 and we're back, and we've escaped through this door over into the green room. <coughs> hello, green room. Good evening. Hello. Mug. Oh, for the mug. Oh, for the mug. No. For the mug. Mug. Good evening. Right. Uh, to the guesses this week, I th you know, we've had some really easy ones, and then Litho Breakers got it within 30 seconds, and we thought we'd go a little bit more difficult this week. Um, so before we go down and do the chat with the green room, um, I'm just going to... I I'll tell you what, Amelia, have you got the list from the top of the script there? Let me have a look here. Yes. Okay, don't give away the one we haven't played yet. Okay. But if you and I take turns and put the emphasis on the on the right word, maybe that would that would that would help. Right, okay. Well, we might need the gaffer tape or the pan. Anybody clatters on the keyboard, we have to pan them. Um so if you you want to take the well, so the first one that we played was Will you come unto the Void by Vex Matraxis. And the second one was Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. The third one was Fireball by Deep Purple. And that last one was Nightmail by Public Service Broadcasting. So maybe that'll give you a few hints just for this last little bit on the show. 
So, as is traditional in the green room, um, we are going to go down the list of commanders that are here. I know there are some hiding upstairs. They don't get to play because they've they've gone missing. And we take turns saying hi to them. And out of the team, we've got uh, me, we've got Amelia and Flossie. And Flossie's in charge, so Flossie's going to go first. Um, uh, if you've got something to say, then say it. And if you've got nothing left to say or nothing at all to say, just say for the mug. I'm here too. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. I heard voices saying, I'm going away now, I don't like you. Um, so, yes, well, no, we I said like I was getting you. more wine. That's not quite ah. the same thing. <laughs> oh, I think those voices are in your head, are they not? <laughs> what did we say earlier about don't listen to the voices on TeamSpeak, they'll make you do bad things? <laughs> I've turned my thrusters off. Oh, we've got more guesses coming through now. More, definitely more guesses I can see coming through. So, okay, we start with Flossie, then we'll go to our special guest, Amelia, and then we will have um, Palantir, and then me, and then we'll rinse and repeat. So, Flossie, uh, take it away with our, our top green room person. Well, and the top green room person is Commander Ventura. Hello. How are we doing? How's your week been? How are you doing? Very busy at work. Um, just, uh, just trying to get things done and recovering and yeah picking up my queue and all that sort of thing uh, in game i haven't really been doing much i've been doing stuff with live radio on tuesday so uh, i've still actually finish editing that so yeah getting there and apologies for buck um that was my mistake so yeah wasn't it bugs no i think you'll find it's his parents yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to see in the video oh god yeah, okay. Anyway, for <laughs> yeah, the mug. Something, Thank you, for the mug. Uh, who's and next? Over, over to Amelia to uh, say hi to the next one. Hi. <laughs> I think you guys have set me up on this. Harry Balzac. I mean, that... what kind of... What do you mean, what kind of name is that, Amelia? Uh, it's, it's a not... perfectly valid name. Do you need it's qualifications a for a name like that? N no. Um, I th there are very famous Balzacs throughout history. I just happen to be <laughs> not one of them. No, no, it's been a busy week. We're still working on our kitchen. Thank you very much, anybody who's interested in that. Uh, I've managed to download the update. I haven't managed to log in. So I'm going to say for the mug and let us move on to the next. Oh, and it's me. It's ask. you. Uh, see, I did it right so you didn't have to talk to yourself this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the voices said. Um, right. Well, should I should I actually deal with the next one or should I move on to the... No, no, you have to. You, you know, you have uh, to talk to the yeah. Oh well, Moof. I am so sorry for you having to talk to me. Jeez, I love God. talking to you. It pan him, Ventura. Pan him no, quick. No. <laughs> talk, talking to you. Something is. I think it's in my top nineteen thousand favourite things to do. Oh, that, I mean, that's what I was aiming for. So I'm glad to have achieved that uh, thing off my bucket list. Oh, sorry, did I say 19,000? Sorry. No, 27,000. Sorry. <laughs> I can't oh, read my own writing Your bucket here. list was to be panned? Oh, dear. How's, well, your, anyway. how's your week been, you gorgeous creature? Oh, it's, it's all the better now for speaking to you. I, I'm Actually, seeing as I do have you on there, I just want to thank you for everything you did at ECM for us without any morning at all and to the 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 the, the mrs balzac she would as well she's brilliant isn't she yes she, she is awesome made sure, my handler came with me uh, yeah. and made sure that that i didn't get too out of hand she kept you fine we didn't have to uh, do any mopping up this time so 
I, I would call that a success. I, well, that's that's partly my wife and partly Tenor. <laughs> ah, this show was sponsored by Tenor. I don't know if you know that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there was something we were taking. I wonder what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I am just obviously on the ECM. It was fantastic. We are still waiting for well one bill and uh, a couple of other wee financial things to come through to get the final tickets but um, thanks to the, the kindness of everyone out there it is phenomenal and I think uh, we've done the charities proud as well this year yet again yay well done um, so that's really all, all we've, we've been doing is just um, getting over the post-con blues and um, that that's really it. So I'm going to say for the mug and let, let's let you move on. Thank you. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Mr. Shouty, Mr. Shouty. Hello. How the devil are you, sir? I'm very well. I think I've recovered from ETM now. I'd like to apologise for um, giving Eric the idea to do that video. <laughs> oh no, it was it was bubbling mind. along in the background of his mind. I'm sure it was anyway. He just needed the push over the edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I had to give him that push. I don't think I've quite got my airtight back. Yeah, and are you going to apologise to the room next door to Drag Source as well? Um, I'd like to apologise to the entire sixth floor, maybe. Because what time did the party with you and Drax or anybody else in Draxor's room finish on, on the evening? I'm not quite sure. Well, given it takes about half an hour to get home in a taxi, and I got home just after 5am. I'll give you some idea of roughly what time when the party ended. I think very luckily the whole sixth floor was taken by Hutton Truckers and their guests, so we're, we're okay. Yes, I think, I think we figured that very early on when uh, people started to knock on the door who weren't actually, uh, well, we won't say invited, they were more than welcome to be there. It was just that uh, I don't remember speaking to them and then it turned up. So, but you had, yeah. you had fun? Oh, we had a lot of fun. I would also like to mention, um, we did the hot fix, uh, like we say. Um, the final totals have been totaled up. And um, I had to post a link um, on Facebook. I did also post it on Discord as well. Um, if you are on that list, um, usual address. I took part on orbital.com. Uh, say where you are on the list. Give us a you know, commander name and an address and we'll send out those prizes for you. And they're, they're, they're epic prizes. I mean, they they really are... I mean, oh, what, what do you have to go to a short list there of what the prize is? No, no, I mean, not like the complete breakdown, but what, what's in the prize bucket? Oh, we've got some, we, there's definitely some mugs. We've got some mugs there. Um, Drax has made some wonderful bottle caps, which she was handed out to ETM for anybody who was there who did the um, event. We've also got some uh, dog tags that are being made by Russell, which are, are awesome. And we've also got some 3D printed tags, um, which I believe are, are nearly done. That's Commander Nocti doing those ones, I think, isn't it? No, no. Or is it somebody? No, who's doing that one? Um, unfortunately, at the moment, my, my name escapes me, and I'm really, really sorry, and I can't think who it is. Well, whoever it is, Commander, you're whoever, awesome. Yes, whoever it is, I'm sorry I can't think of your name right now, but you are awesome, and thank you for doing them. So, as with, yes, any Hutton Truckers big event, there are prizes, and Mr Shouty and the team have very generously donated the prizes and admin the event. So, thank you very much from all of us for, for running it as well. Oh, no, no, it was a pleasure. I really, really enjoyed it. And the amount of commanders who actually did the uptake is still astounding to me. And, it, you know, it, it was really a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that was a little bit of the um, FU from Tharg to then burn 10 stations specially, just after you'd fixed them. Yeah, well, I mean, see, there's that point, but there's also the point that if we hadn't have done it, there would have been 20 stations. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, we reduced the workload on those fixing the stations. We did, we did, yeah. you know. Well, look, thank you very much to you and to the uh, team. And uh, have you got anything else to add, or are you for the mugging us? I'm going to say for the mark, and uh, I look forward to the next event now. Thank you very much. And we're back to the boss, Flossie. All right, yes. So now I get to talk to you, and that's how you'll be this week. I, I'm broken. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm really broken. You see, I, I made a mistake during the event. Because um, the the apology officer, um, the microphone wasn't adjusted. So during the live show, I crawled across the back of the stage. And I think I must have knelt on one of the cables, at which point my left knee went, ah! It was a bit sore. And then I, I put my foot on the clutch to leave with a big car full of stuff and went, ah! And then I sort of sat in the you know, the, the approved driving position all the way back to the south coast via um, special effect to drop things off. And tried to get out of the car and realised I, I atrophied. And I was stuck bent double when I got out of the car. Oh, no. Uh, and then I unloaded the car and I thought, oh, yeah, four-story house, I'll take things upstairs. At which point at the top of the first flight of stairs, uh, my left knee went, nope, and interdicted me backwards down the stairs <laughs> while carrying Hutton mugs. Oh, no. The good news is the Hutton mugs survived. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the bad, the bad news is I've got a big bump on my noggin, and my elbow hurts, and my knee hurts, and I, I, I as much as I'm twenty-one forever, and um, that's twenty-one on the inside, not twenty-one on the outside. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, apart from that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Badum tush. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I had the most wonderful time at the weekend. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the company of so many friendly people. And you know, one of the best bits for me about it, it and this isn't to say that I, we didn't want them there, but there, there were only, uh, it must have been about 35, 37 of the regulars. And there were so many new commanders there that we'd never met before. Or there are people we'd met digitally or we'd spoken to on Discord or whatever else that were in the local area. And it really, for me, was fantastic to meet so many new people uh, who share the ridiculousness that we get up to and and everybody did sort of they get it you know the the, the hutton thing but the ecm thing as well and it was such a friendly atmosphere and it was so much fun to do and i was running around like a lunatic all day i was perspiring for england there are selfies of me looking like a tubby zombie <laughs> at some point during the day and do you know what i didn't play one game throughout the day and i hadn't absolute whale of a time regardless so yeah it's wonderful and all i can say for all the people that helped to you know the the, the setup crew the, the core crew who found the hotel to cow and move who did all the the techie stuff with the stage and so much on the organizing behind the scenes i mean the bits you don't see that the chats we have daily about organizing the event and um, through to the the on the door people to you know, people like um, dave torrens litho breaker to eddie girdler who were helping get everything set up to i mean all the people who just sort of chipped in and plugged stuff in and carried boxes I mean, it, it, it's not just a couple of us on the organising team. It's an event that's put on by the community here for each other. And then we all kick back and have a great time. And everyone contributed the prizes, the charity donations, the fun. It was it was absolutely incredible. And we've been asked to do it again, so we might think about it. Maybe. <laughs> just give me a month off to recover first. Yes. And yes, 
and then people are off to Lave, I can't get to LaveCon. People are off to LaveCon to do a bit more of the socializing and then uh, Fantasticon later in the year. And yeah, it, it'll all come around again lovely and fast. It will. Okay, oh, more people to mention. Yes. It, it, I mean, obviously, Gal Midden on that front desk with Sean was a true legend. And thank you very much, Commander Gal Midden, um, to the Barkers uh, for helping wrangle all the raffle prizes. I mean, there were 120 raffle prizes on that desk, probably more than that, when we wow. put in all the, the small badges and everything else that was made. And you know, Eve got through the raffle, and we, we got through the raffle in time for dinner. I think we went two minutes over on 120 prizes, and we got dinner in time. So the whole thing went beautifully smoothly because of the enthusiasm of this community, and I'm, I'm so proud to be part of it. Yeah. <coughs> but anyway, well, so yes, I, I've been very vocal on that one. But I mean, other than that, um, I, I did some CQC. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I thought I, I plugged all the computer gear back in and I thought I better check it works. So I put a message up because I know Hotbox uh, are going for number one in yeah, CQC. Yeah, I think so, yes. Uh, and and um, the PC group, we were down in, I don't know, 21 or something. Um, great number that and um, <laughs> so I thought I'd log into CQC and I think Pom it was raining he was supposed to be doing gardening but it was raining so Pom jumped on and the two of us had about three hours in CQC just blowing stuff up and there were, I, there were, I was really surprised there were actually quite a lot of other commanders on there we were getting regular games there was no wait in the lobby we were getting regular games and we jumped us up to 11th which oh, was brilliant. yeah grand and we're not going to get a trophy on that one but it was incredible fun I haven't done CQC in ages so thank you Commander Pom Oh, and great. other than that, it's um, for the mug from me. Thank you very much for the mug. Over to Amelia. So I'm talking to someone called El Masri. El Masri, did I say that right? <laughs> you did, yeah. Uh, just for the mug for me. Okay, dokie. So we'll just, just say just we, we say missed cool you. Name. We missed you at ECM, El Masri. Yes. We did. Well, yeah, it's uh, unfortunately, yeah, family and all that, you know, kids. Easter, yeah, don't, yeah. Well, actually, your, we, we missed your the beer, beer as well. We miss you mostly, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. We missed your beer. <laughs> Oops, yes, no, no, you, yes, you, you, really. Of course, honest. yes. Is, is there any chance next year you'll like your family less? <laughs> <laughs> I've just got my fingers crossed uh, for that. No, it's also my daughter's uh, getting ready for her GCSEs, so um, I'm <laughs> helping with uh, revision and stuff. So uh, yeah, going away at this point isn't isn't on. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yep, she'll have finished them next year. So yeah. Which leaves me to ask Amelia. You see, isn't you see how this works? It's it's reciprocal. <laughs> I can ask Amelia, and you and you think this is accidental. David sits there and spends hours. He's got a little algorithm to work out how to get everybody to talk to the right person. And no, he's just working. It, no, it's yeah, working out who's going to talk to Odie. That's what I've done. Yeah, yeah. Shush, it's, so it's all right. Shush, for goodness' sake! Don't give away all the secrets. <laughs> so, Amelia, my new friend. Hello, my new friend. How's your week been? Um, pretty standard. Um, you know, um, mining in my spare time and uh, working in my non-spare time. Okay, that sounds very binary. It is very, very binary. But I mean, um, no, I mean, I just hit Elite Explorer, which is which is kind of cool. Hey. Um, I hit Elite Trader ages ago, so the last thing I've got to do now is is uh, Elite Combat, which 
Uh, I'm, I'm not looking forward to because I'm more of a lover, not a fighter. It's all right. Flossie will give you plenty of tips. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm forever harmless. There you go. But... Well, of course, Amelia, if you're going for the, the elite in combat, obviously the worst, well, you could do worse things than um, jump on with a few hut and truckers and come to a combat zone or some Thargoid. Thargoid Pew Pew is three times as effective as other Pew Pew. Well, I did buy a Type 10 specifically to kit it out for Thargoids. So if you keep an eye on on the Facebook page, of course, yeah, just look out for when we're doing combat operations and you'll find yourself, you know, a wing of people or just, just say, oh, look, I need a wing of people to keep me alive. I'm going to go and try and get some some kills. Okay, and uh, everybody would be more than happy to help you. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. But yeah, other than that, um, for the mug. Thank you. Over to you, David, again. Oh, it's, it's me. Now, Ramforth's mic is... I know Ramforth's been messaging me this evening. Commander, I haven't spoken to Ramforth in ages. Now, those of you that listen to a few of the Christmas broadcasts, I mean, Ramforth has one of the most epic voices for radio because he is actually a Viking and sounds like it. And there are either knuckles or big axes or, you know, horny helmets, even though they're not real. Um, yeah, in, in his voice there somewhere. But, uh, no, I think that's a, a digital for the mug, possibly... From from Ramforth, his mic's off. So I'm going to go down and say hi to Cometborn. Evening. Hello, Cometborn. How are you? How has your week been? What you been up to? Oh uh, yeah, well, mostly I've been uh, on the way to Beagle Point at pilgrim speed. So one jump towards Beagle Point, and then one jump towards the nearest system that is Retin EDSM. Yeah, and... Are you with? Are you with? Dist is you with Distant Worlds doing the Beagle Point thing? Yeah. So this time in a beluga. In a beluga. Yeah, oh, you are. You are definitely our kind of trucker doing that in a beluga. Is, I mean, have, is it a colourful beluga? Uh, by now, it's mostly uh, scuffed off. Okay, but what colour was it when it started? When it when it left, sort of, you know, the bubble. What colour was it when it started? Uh, stock. stock. Okay, colour. so it's it's a shiny a shiny beluga. Uh, it would be yes. Right yes, now, and... it's mostly black. And how is the view back to um, occupied space from Beagle Point? Uninteresting. Well, it's sort of bright in that direction and really dark in the other one, yes? Uh, yeah, but uh, I feel better out here. Oh, it's, it's your kind of thing exploring then? Definitely. Well, thank you very much indeed. Have you got anything else to add or are we for the mugging? For the mug then. And back to Flossie. Right. Was that, that you've, was you've, you've, you've got the Dayglow Viking. Oh, I've got Dayglow Viking. Right, okay. How's your week been then? Oh, I've finally managed to get to my command. Oh, we've lost the Dayglow Viking. Are you there? I'm, I'm here. All Can right, yes, you cut off there. Okay, we have weird internet here. Yeah, um, after spending a lot of time all over the place, uh, I couldn't play because of the damn update. But, oh. That was choice, but uh, yeah, I had a little bit of a holiday, some more fundraising, and finally getting muddy in the fields again. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, the the pink t-shirt was out once more. Otherwise, well, give, uh, give us some details. You know, how much did you yeah. raise? And ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm doing two tough mudders this year. Um, I've already managed to raise 150 pounds for Calm uh, with that. Uh, that was, uh, my sister was raiding for the Rainbow Trust. She's managed to pull in about 250 on that one. 
I think what she's doing is going around Colchester and mugging people. Um, yeah, I'm going to be doing another mudder later this year and still wearing the homemade pink t-shirt for calm. And, and, um, and do, you, do you want to just um, give us, because I know some of us know about Calm, but do you want to tell us a little bit about the charity Raising Crawl? Certainly, yeah. It's uh, basically a, a helpline for young men especially who perhaps feeling suicidal or have been affected by someone else's suicide. Um, so they're doing fantastic work. Uh, the, the tragic numbers is that uh, suicide is the largest killer of men under 40 in Britain. So, yeah, I'm just uh, wearing the t-shirt and pushing the numbers and making people a bit more aware about that sort of thing. Oh, in the industry that I'm in, that um, don't talk about mental health that much. So I'm just uh, just to raise awareness there. Oh, brilliant. And, yeah, every little helps, of course. And if people see me running around in a bright pink t-shirt, they might think, or, yeah, maybe he's got something going on. Yeah. And you regularly post things up on the Hutton Facebook page as well about your, your activities and the Tough Mudders and the fundraising. So, yes, obviously, with our absolute permission, we have post away on there and let people know what you're up to so we can support you. Thank you. And, um, yeah, in a few weeks' time, it's the London to Brighton bike rides and a couple other uh, truckers who are involved in the Heart Foundation. Design a flag to fly behind the bike for the 56 miles from London. Ooh, I think we've we've lost the day glow again. Uh, no, um, uh, it's, uh, how much did you get? Uh, we, we heard about a flag. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, yeah. You can't have a country without a flag. Uh, but no, it's um, London to Brighton bike ride in a couple of months, and I'm work on a nice flag to fly behind the bike so that it's everyone knows what I'm up to. Okay, well, you've got our support on that one as well. And um, if there's anybody in the area, we'll see if we can rustle up somebody to uh, to come and cheer you on, or at least throw mugs at you. That would be wonderful. Uh, definitely wonderful. Otherwise, uh, for me, it's uh, for the mug for this week. Okay, thank you. For the mug. So, I have Flossie. Hey, Flossie, how are you doing? Oh, I am. Fine, thank you. Um, I was also at uh, ECM over the weekend. I had that go. Oh, very well. Very well. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, do, you, do you have any particular highlights that you like the most? Uh, I enjoyed doing the, the radio show. That was good fun. Uh, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. It was good fun anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Don't pan me anymore. This is, uh, pan's off now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was especially when <laughs> when book came on. That's all looked around. And said, oh, <laughs> that was uh, quite fun. Um, yeah, it was a good week. Uh, good weekend. Nice. And um, in game, I've just been catching up with uh, Distant Worlds too. I've got a bit behind because I was doing the uh, repairing the stations recently. So is that uh, is that the one out by the core? Yeah, we've gone past the core, um, sort of on the, on the far side of the core now. Should be ready to come back soon then, yeah? Well, yeah, once, once I've reached Beagle Point, yeah. <laughs> so, Don't forget to get the um, the marker out there, the, the tourist beacon. 
Oh yes, yeah, I'll do all that. But I've got to get there first. <laughs> I've reached the uh, waypoint eleven yet, and uh, waypoint twelve is bagel point. So nice. got some catching up to do. Yeah, but I bet you saw some amazing stuff out there. Oh yes, no, really good stuff. I've seen photos. <laughs> yeah, I'm always taking photos. <sighs> I, I do in uh, real life as well. And for, uh, photos in real life and screenshots in game. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so... Um, other than that, I've not done a great day. Oh, I've... Uh, I created a, another character on my Xbox. Um, so I can do a bit, because I'm a, a fuel rat and... Uh, we realised that we didn't have any in the starter area, so I've created one on my Xbox to go in the starting area. Other than that, for the mug. For the mug. Thanks very much. I get to speak to Commander Lenin. How have you been, my friend? Oh, it's been a busy week, but uh, I get today off, so I suppose it evens out. You're always busy. Unfortunately. But uh, I've been so busy that my uh, work over the weekend paid for the LabCon tickets. Yay! So uh, that's a positive, I suppose. It's a very big positive. Indeed. It wouldn't be the same without you. Well, probably, but... Well, it wouldn't be very different, but it wouldn't be the same. Mm. So... Well, other than that, I've been playing some Space Engineers with Antarius. And doing some, well, trucking, but that was last week, so I've just been putting all my ships together. Uh, from the all the haulings. And that's me, I suppose. It's always you. Always me. Hold a mug. Thank you very much. You. Is it back to me? Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Oh, Litho Breaker. Good evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I'm drinking from it now. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll tell you what, that, yeah, that, that hip flask with the Hutton logo on it and um, a very unexpected surprise, and thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, well, no, I don't thank you. Thank, thank your co-pilot, actually, because it wasn't you, was it? No, it's true, actually. It was co-pilot that shipped them, so must have been him. And, and thank you for all the help with the, the techie and the network. So everybody was wondering, you know, all the internet connections and all the power and everything that worked behind the scenes, that was Lithobreaker's fault. Yeah, sorry about that. I have to get me here to apologise on my behalf. Yeah, the red socket. I mean, nobody would have guessed, would they? Never in a million years. Because we were all geared up for, what is it, the 16s and the 32 amp sockets. And we get there and there's industrial plant room equipment in the hotel. Three-phase, 64-amp socket on the wall. What? And did we have the diddly-doo-dah that did the doo-dah for the... No, we didn't. We but would have had you... to put it through a hot wash to get it down to the size that we had. <laughs> yeah. Or put, put, put it on the 90-degree one, yes. Um, so, but it still happened regardless of that, didn't it? So uh, thank you very much indeed. And we had a lot more computers than we were expecting. Yeah. We had to put extra tables table. up at one point, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we had to put extra tables in the middle and... Um, yeah, it was packed because obviously we were expecting one or two people not to turn up and then they all did and then other people brought stuff as well and you just took it in your stride. Well, it's all good fun. And so what was your, what was your highlight from the weekend if you had to pick the one thing that, um, yeah, really stood out for you? Oh, good grief. Um, probably the radio show. 
the, the look on Flossie's face when Buck came up on the big screen behind her. <laughs> I think that was a look on everybody's face. Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, she's up there in front of you, all that. So it's on me. Yeah, she was a lot the thing is, we were sat closer to it. I mean, the size of it behind us, it was quite intimidating, actually. Yeah. Be careful how you phrase that. <laughs> well, I could see below the... the yeah. I don't want to know. I do not want to know. I'm shorter, oh. so I couldn't. Oh, come on, come on. So much fuss over so little. <laughs> yeah, but it was so hairy as well. <laughs> Where's that pan? It was. Any, anyway, so yeah, well, well, you know, thank you very much. And hopefully you'll be coming to join us at the next one, maybe next year. Wild horses couldn't stop me. Fan fantastic. And other than that, I mean, have you Cancel actually been flying spaceships? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't drag me away. And anyway, other, so you, other, other than, than that, that yes. I've, been, I've been catching up on sleep mostly. I, I seem to have survived the weekend on, I think it was six hours, maybe five hours between the two nights. Oh, yeah, there were some four o'clock in the morning finishes, weren't there? They kind of were, yeah. And what didn't help is I didn't get much sleep the night before either. I was going over everything in my head to make sure I'd packed it. So, uh, yeah, my bad. Okay, but, well, yeah, do... it was a brilliant weekend. It was superb fun. Thank you to everybody that helped organise it because we couldn't do it without all of us so yeah thanks everyone it was brilliant pwp at its finest oh yeah yeah oh yeah well thank you very much litho breaker and um then i'm gonna hand back to oh is it flossy now it is yes i get to talk to mindwipe oh you remember who i am that makes a change from last ecm well, I could, I could see your name in <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I remember. Of course I do. I can't forget now, can I? Especially after that train trip. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Oh, dear, that was embarrassing. Chatting, chatting to mind right all the way up from Reading to Manchester. And, and, she, and she didn't even realise who I was. So she said, oh, I knew I knew him, but I didn't really tie up his name. It was just one of them daft things, you know. Is that what you call him? <laughs> no. Well, she calls me many things. Don't worry about that. But the last I could remember was him with long hair. And he had short hair. He had it cut. So I, although I knew, I, I knew him, I didn't realise who he was. Oh. This is not doing you any favours, Posse. <laughs> oh, but I, I won't do that I, again. I won't forget I, you again. <laughs> as far as ECM went for this year, I am actually very, very appreciative of everybody who actually uh, took on Mindwipe Junior. I really am. He helped out with the VR rig, the retro rig. He helped with um, also going over to... Um, Eve stuff with the uh, video game consoles and stuff like that. He really took on a mantle of that. I'm really proud that the community came together and took him on board and uh, gave me a chance because I was running ragged with that VR rig uh, with Beat Saber all over the place to the point where Splendor with his darts actually went and got me my dinner. Oh, That's okay. how ragged I was running with that one. That's how popular that was this year. And I really wouldn't mind doing it again next year if I can get the rig down there. Yeah. Oh, it looks, it looks uh, like he was really doing well, though, that. 
Yeah, yeah, indeed. It, it, it was also a case where people like Draxor, and I know Draxor and uh, Jaden, as he's known, and as well as Mindwipe Jr., got on like a house on fire. It was so much fun to see him having so much fun at his first ever convention. Oh, at brilliant. the same time as while I was doing all the stuff, I was doing, you know, as I usually do at ECM, and I'm actually bringing the stuff to Fantasticon for the first time as well. So I'm actually really enthused about the community that we've actually seen. They took everybody on board, especially people like John Stapler, if he's there, if he's listening in. Thank you, all of you, for looking after my boy. I really Joe do. Stapler wasn't there at the event. Wasn't he there? Who no, there? he's at LaveCon special. <laughs> oh, who was it who did the other retro stuff then? That's my bad. You've forgotten his name? Yes. Well, Dr oh, Drew was I in that corner, know. and there were loads of people in that corner. I know Drew was in there. Yeah, I lost. Uh, by the way, the uh, Mega Drive is dead. We uh, didn't kill it. No, somebody spilled water on it. Oh, I'm sorry about mm. that. Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. But uh, nonetheless, the point is, we had a great time. Yeah, and you should be yeah. very, very proud of um, your lad as well, because obviously the, the event is very much for adults, and you know it's a bunch of drunken buffoons around the place. Um, but it is, you know, it is tailored towards an adult audience, and and we actively discourage kids. But we say to any any parents coming that if, you know, if there's no option but bringing the kids, as long as you understand what the format of it is, and you're cool with them being there, and they're cool with it being there, um, then it, it's fine with us as long as you understand the boundaries. And I have to say, you should be very very proud of him amongst a a crowd of adults like that who know each other quite well and are very noisy and whatever else to mm. to join in, get stuck in, and you know he he was a, a credit to his dad. Mm. Yeah, definitely. The, the final thing I will say is also to all the parents who brought their kids with them as well, because there was a couple of there was a, an autistic kid there as well as uh, people with wheelchairs and uh, crutches and stuff like that. They all tried out the VR rigs and stuff like that. So it shows that anybody can play a game at any time. Oh yeah. Definitely. And, and that's a lot of what special effect is about as well, is enabling exactly. some of the fun that we have. And um, yeah, but anyway, well, sorry, for just personally for me, thank you very much for all your help as well. Yeah, not a problem. And, and sorry, Flossie, because I know uh, Dave actually cut in there. The one thing I will <laughs> want to say is whoever won Mercy and the Wild Sea on the raffle, thank you for letting me have the vinyl. Thank you for that. That was a big boon. I cried at that when I got that as a, uh, as a given at the bar. Oh. <laughs> so uh, other than that, it was a great day. Wonderful thing with kids, disabled people, everything. All of it. And for me, for the mug. Thank you for the mug. So I'm talking to Odiman Crew. No, one one second. Now this is deliberate on my part, or it was when we did the sums in the first place. You have words, now Dave, for what you've done here. It's it. This it is traditional. Now, Odie is our resident punmeister general. Punmeister. Yes. So you're about to receive a, a a series of puns. Okay. For which the pan is ready. <laughs> so for what you're about to receive. <laughs> These puns are, they're either truly epic or something else, but yes, so you're, you're on the receiving end of the puns, and right, I'm going to hand okay. over to you to say hi to Odie and the puns. It's part of the show, and it has been for years. Okie dokie. And finding with my first pun and the pan, it's appropriate. Uh, yeah, if you go by cooking. A lorry load of peppercorns has crashed. 
Traffic has grown to a halt. What has one horn and provides milk? I have no idea. A dairy lorry. Oh no. And you say you should say this to everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lorry load of words has been stolen. Police are coming via that area. Oh. And have you got one more? Go on, take us out on that on a high note there, Odie. Uh, a high note. <laughs> There's a high note from Odie. No, be nice. Go on, Odie. You've got, nice. you got one more. Come on, Odie. Give it to me. What's the difference between ooh and ah? Ooh, um, ah. Hmm. E. About three inches. Oh, oh dear, Odie, Odie. Right, that's a double pan. That's a double pan on that one. Please make it stop. <laughs> Okay, Odie, on behalf Thank of the video, do you have anything else to add? Other than I'm going to go and uh, eat the fantastic uh, tomato soup that's been uh, simmering on the uh, uh, the pot uh, stove for a while. So, yeah. I'm going to eat that and listen to the rest of the show. And for the mug. For the mug, Odie. Odie's always big on soup. Don't worry. And now, Pillbox, how you doing? I'm all good, thank you. Jolly good. I'm just going to say for the mug. Oh, short and sweet. Okay. Bit, bit like him. And sweet. Uh, <laughs> really? Do, do I, get to, finish, do I yep. get to finish the show as well? Oh, Waz, you and I get to talk to each other again. This is becoming a regular date, this is. Really? You really want me to go there on that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nah. how, the, how the blazes are you, old boy? I've done. I'm fine. At the moment, I'm just exploring out the back because the bubble is way too noisy for me at the moment. I've just done my first trip. I'm doing my next random trip. And I'm going to be in the dark for a while. And by random trip, I mean you're just spinning the compass and going that way. I was like, what the hell? Let's see where he end up. My main goal is to find a wolf, Ryan Wolf star, and a black hole somewhere. That's one of my two main goals to get because I need to discover them. Oh, you're a completionist on the um, what you what you call the Codex? Not the Codex, EDS, EDSM badges. Ah, okay. Uh, so you, you're missing you're missing a few badges and tags and whatever else. Yep. And anything else you want to add for us this evening? Well, my mental health is getting better. I'm a lot more happier. You are sounding really, really happy at the moment, and mm -hmm. um, it's nice to hear. Yeah, I'm also using my vapor with CBD oil in it, so that helps as well. Take the edge off. off tree tree hugging happy. Ah, it's 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 easy to smoke the legal kind than the illegal kind. Of course, of course, but no, it, it's really good to hear you uh, doing well at the moment, and um, and I'm on yeah. tel I'm on just on ten ten milligrams of medication as well. Oh, well. oh that's good. So I'm getting there. Awesome source. Oh, bloody time. Mind wipe, you know what I'm going to say to you. Go Later. up, go and hang upside down for a tree, mind wipe. <laughs> Pan him quick. I say I deserve that one. Right, okay, well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, 
truckers and pilots of the green room. Um, we are going to run upstairs and then round out the show in a minute. Um, but thank you very much and a big for the mugs for everybody here. And we will uh, hear from you again next week. So um, now, Ventura, are you ready to do the run upstairs swapsies super special? I am. Oh, that's good. Excellent. Okay, right. Well, in which case, let's run upstairs, swap the green room feed, and then we're going to have a quick chit chat and then finish out the show. But thank you very much for joining us, everybody. For the mug. Go quick. Actually, we should also. Joining us, everybody. Phew. We're safe. So, Amelia, have you had a good yes. evening? It has been awesome. Um, lots of curveballs thrown at me <laughs> um, for a first uh, for a first time, uh, <laughs> but good fun. Uh, uh, will Will you be coming back at some point to come and join us on another show in the future? If you will have me, I would be honoured. Absolutely, it's been an absolute delight. Now, um, Palantir. Yes, sir. It's traditional at this point that we we, we give a little thank you to our guests. Yes. We too, don't we? So, what, what do you have in your bucket of bucket of awesome there? Well, it's, well, I don't know. It's it's been sitting around here in the corner of this room for a, a while, and it's gone a bit, a bit sloppy. No, no, not that. But no, not that bucket. <laughs> the other bucket, man. <laughs> Can you see? Oh, which one? Uh, the green the, one? Uh, no, the. the oh, right. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Well done, Flossie. Thank you. Um, Amelia, it is traditional that if you have joined in on the radio show and be one of our guest presenters, that we should present you with a Hutton Orbital radio mug. Oh, bless. Very, very rare things. They're very sought add... after. I've heard legends. What? Yeah, I mean, no, no, not, not the, the other Hutton mugs. So there's the silver ones that you have to earn by doing crazy stuff, but there's a special one for the radio show, the, the Hutton Orbital radio mug. Oh, my God. Um, and so if you could email us at itookpart at huttonorbital.com, uh -huh. With a contact address, you'd love us to send one of those to. As a thank you from us, uh, we will send that out. Oh, bless. Thank you so much. Of course, people don't do it for the mug. They do it for the mug. Never expected If that it. makes sense. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, for the mug. But thank you very much for the entire radio team for coming to join us. And, of course, I um, Cow will be obviously listening in on the podcast at some point as well. And uh, we now know your voice and we know how much fun you are so we can we can write stuff for you too because apparently you do voice stuff too yes uh voice acting uh um you give me a script and i'll see what i can do well there's a gentleman just up there palantir who's looking for voices for all sorts of random stuff as am mm -hmm. i so we, we have an extra stunt performer lovely is that, you, is that what you call the stunt performers the voice actors yeah, stunt performers, yes. Right, okay. It's dangerous, this job. You trip over the green room, you get stuck in compromising situations, all sorts. So, um, yes, we have stunt performers on, on all the stuff we do uh, and a whole collection of voices. So thank you very much. We will be inviting you back. Awesome. And boss, Flossie, Flossie. Yes. Have we behaved properly this evening? Yeah, well, taking this out to the show tonight, we have our final tune. Before we go, you've all behaved nicely. So oh, think... no, to, to Flossie, I'm going to say sorry. I forgot something. You forgot something? Ding! Oh. Ow! <laughs> no, I did forget something. I forgot we had a theme. Yes. Oh, yes, Oh, the no, sorry, yeah. I, I gave you your cue there and then realised, oh, bother, I haven't done the theme. Oh, crikey. We did have one final guess. We, we, we had that one that's up on screen there from that fellow with the underpants. Yes. But I've also got two other guesses which I've hidden. Ooh. 
Before we do that, then, before we go to the last tune, which is appropriate to the theme, let's have a quick rundown. From the top. So, um, yeah, Amelia, you want to take the first one again? So our first tune tonight was, uh, with emphasis uh, on the right word. It was... Uh, actually, no, because uh, we've got to explain why. Yeah, go on, then. When you do the first one, Will then after come... the emphasis word, explain exactly what the the theme was. Just, okay, just the one. Yeah, take, take the first one, then, then give the give the game away, and then we'll do the rest of them and how it links. Okay, so um, the first song was the, the community song uh, called Will You Come Unto the Void? Void being the, the word here, and it was done by Vex Matraxis. Okay, and the second one was Black Hole Sun. A black was the important word, and we'll, we'll give it give the game away at the end of it by Soundgarden. Uh, Palantir, do you want to take the third one we played? The th third one was Fireball by Deep Purple. Because and it's the deep. It, it's the deep, and, and Flossie? And the fourth one was Night Mill. Public night? service broadcasting night, yeah, night was the word. Um, so yes, the guesses we had, and we had we had two guesses that were right eventually. Says he's scrolling down. Uh, we we had techie, techie MRB, and was the answer um, words for deep space? Yes, all of the phrases we had this week were euphemisms and and ways of describing being out there in deep space. So we 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 had the uh, the black, the void. The night, um, the deep, and of course the last tune is going to fit in with it as well. So all we're going to say is, um, and I think Ventura's got the the magic super guest for the end of it. Flossie, you can take us out, and then there's a quick line from Ventura, and then there's our last tune. Okay. Night, Taking... everybody. Taking this out of the show tonight, we have our final tune. Before we go, you've all behaved nicely, so if you're really lucky, I might let you do the show again next week. But good night, everyone, and thank you to our listener for tuning in. It's time to head to our beds and the great beyond with REM. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger? Thanks for the warning. But I can read. Space. These guys are going to gank me. Incoming communication. Open a channel. Feeble pilots, you will surrender your craft to us or face destruction. Well, I could, but there's at least one thing my craft does better than yours. Oh, yeah? What's that? Break. Now I've got you. One down, one to go. Alert. Is eight pod alarm. The commander requires rescue. Somebody else's problem. Incoming communication. Go on then. Keep them coming. That was my brother, you son of a spacer. And his bounty will be very useful. Look, there's two ways this can go. So how about we call a truce so I can pick up his pod? Um, how about no? Alert. Escape pod alarm. 
A commander requires rescue. Yeah, yeah. They can keep each other company until some other sucker comes through. One more bounty in the bank. Good. Updating Elite Federation of Pilots record. Your combat rating has increased to below average. <laughs> well, don't let my official record fool you. Congratulations. Commander Thane. Find out more information about Escape Velocity at laveradio.com or slash Escape Velocity. You can back Chris in his Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Radio Theatre Workshop. Night all.